BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And today, Dean Lucas, Dinos Machinos, Dinos Mykonos, whatever you choose to call him, he's back for his fourth episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Four in a row, four years we've made it happen. And you know what? He's slowly migrated closer and closer, and now he's just a Gold Coast resident. So I feel like number five will be pretty pretty much guaranteed at this point. Uh, Dean is also joined by one of his good mates uh, and filmer, uh, slash content producer for 2023, Sam Purdy. This was just one of those really cool, fun chats where we just sort of sat down and just talked as a group of mates. Uh, also, randomly, again, we did our Wim Hof 10-minute breathing thing. This year, we decided to leave it in the podcast. So if you're in a random place where you can actually do 11 minutes of Wim Hof breathing with us, then you're welcome to. Um, if not, just get forward 11 minutes and it gets back into the pod. Uh also, you can head to gypsytales.com. That's our membership website. This podcast has been up there for over a week now. Um, so, you know, if you run run low on Gypsy Tales, if you're all caught up, then uh, that's where you need to go to get the podcast pretty much the same day as we record them. It takes us between like four days and a week to get all the video edited and the ads done and all the social media and all the stuff. So we basically bypass that whole process and just put the full shows straight on our members feed um, so you get them the same day if you have signed up to uh, gypsytales.com that's it for me uh, I will just get some messages from some of our other sponsors and then we are right into this episode with Dean Lucas and Sam Purdy just going to give you an announcement of a new sponsor uh, that I actually chased down uh, to get them on the podcast and that was because I really wanted to start using their products again. So to welcome Athletic Greens to the podcast. Now, if you've been following the podcast recently, you would know that we're on a massive health kick uh, as we get ready to take on World Vets at Glen Helen in November of 2023. Athletic Greens is not only an all-in-one formula that helps me just cover all my nutritional bases. Uh, it's also the first healthy habit that I have uh, that starts every single day. Before my morning coffee, uh, I get up in the morning, my partner and I mix our athletic greens uh, and kickstart the day with AG1. The team at Athletic Greens were so serious about their product uh, that they actually wouldn't let me do the ad read until I'd been on the product for about a month. Uh, and I'm really glad that that was the case because in this time, I feel like I've definitely seen some improvements. I have been struggling a little bit in the lead up to getting back on AG1 uh, and I've definitely noticed a significant increase, uh, I guess, it, just in the feeling of my overall gut health. Uh, as far as my partner goes, um, she has said that she's noticed a significant improvement uh, in the condition of her skin uh, and her and other females 
can have uh, some issues with their skin uh, as their hormones fluctuate throughout the month. At the end of the day, AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality that are able to offer gut health support, mood support, can affect your energy each day, and contribute to overall healthier looking hair and skin. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash gypsytales. That's athleticgreens.com slash gypsytales. Uh, now, this is not a promo code. You need to specifically follow this link, uh, and that is going to attach your free one-year supply of vitamin D and those five free travel packs. Thank you to the team at Athletic Greens. We're excited to have you on board. We are also brought to you by the guys and girls at Manscaped. They are your one-stop shop for all of your male grooming needs. I specifically run the uh, Performance Package 4.0. That, to me, is probably the best place for you to start if you're new to the whole Manscaped ecosystem. You go to manscaped.com and you use the code GYPSYGANG. That is going to get you 20% off plus free shipping with the guys at Manscaped. We're also brought to you by the guys at MX Store. You can head to mxstore.com.au for all your dirt bike parts and accessories needs. These guys are the biggest in Australia by far. Biggest and best in my personal opinion. Uh, We collectively in the Gypsy Tales office probably do about eight trips to MX Store every single week. Uh, Whether it's new tires, new chain lube, uh, air filters, like you name it, grips, bars, the whole deal. Uh, so the guys at MX Store have always come in for clut- uh, come in clutch for us. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, they've come in clutch for you uh, at some point. If you order before 2 p.m., you get same day shipping as well if you are not lucky enough to live close to their burly warehouse. That's mxstore.com.au. We're also brought to you by the Glove Lord and his lords and ladies uh, that run the awesome company that is Fist Handwear. Uh, you can head to fisthandwear.com. The code Gypsy Gang is going to get you 15% off as well. I don't wear anything else, and I haven't since pretty much the day Sammy started that company. I actually did, though, at one point in Bali when I didn't take any gear, and I got blisters really bad. So, yeah, I guess I have run non-fist gloves one time in 10 years and i hated it won't be doing it ever again fisthandwear.com we're also brought to you by the guys at dixon quality you can head to dixonquality.com.au gonna get the same discount there when you type in gypsy gang uh look i know we're in summer but they've got all sorts of stuff they've got shorts they've got socks they've got tees they've got it all um and rival inc they also have it all when it comes to any of the aesthetic needs of your dirt bike whether that's jersey prints whether you need stickers for the back of your truck maybe you're one of those guys that put your instagram handle on the back of your truck uh you could get them from rival link but what they really specialize in is the best graphics for your dirt bike uh you've seen them on all of our builds and you know that we love the guys at rival you can add to rival inc design code.com use code gypsy gang and that is going to get you 15 percent off We don't have a promo code for the guys at Tropical Auto Group, but if you call Kyle 
he is going to hook you up if you're a member of the Gypsy Gang. If you buy a new or used vehicle off him, uh, he will be giving you not only a great deal on the car that you choose, but also a $500 gift voucher from the guys at MX Store. Kyle's a G. He's been supporting us for a really long time. Uh, we really appreciate the support. Uh, and they are a fantastic company to deal with. That's it from me. Uh, and the ad's going to give our membership website a quick plug. Thank you to all of the members who have joined up and have uh, watched some of the cool content that we've got going on behind uh, behind that website uh, and we've got a bunch more we've got a couple of podcasts going up there today christian craig is going up there today um and dan and kemp from bloke in a bar uh, as well as supercross companion but you guys get that anyway so that's it from me guys thank you very much i enjoyed this podcast is that, yeah, just leave it and then turn your microphone down towards it and then we'll, is we all good, Mike? I'm not all good. <laughs> Every cunt cooks it with these. Give it here. Look how easy this is. Because <laughs> you've done Stoned. it. You've done it. No, nah, I've done it so many times. Like, I did like when you came on my podcast and you sat down and got real comfortable, real easy. And you're like, oh, we're in it. It's like, yeah. Okay. It's happened. <laughs> done this before. Yeah. It's like, just pick it up. Let's go. Uh, tell us when we're ready, Gryffindor. We are. We're ready. We're in. We're doing it. It's happening. Dean Lucas. Sam, what's your last name? Purdy. Sam Purdy. Yeah. Sam Purdy. Purdy. He's Purdy. <laughs> we got uh, Dean Lucas. Are we ready to spread some love, Jitsi? Yeah. We're ready to spread the love. <laughs> The boys are in here. Dinos in here for his third consecutive, no, or is this fourth. fourth? Fuck. We're getting heavy numbers now. Is it your fourth year in a row? I think so, yeah. 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 I'm back now, though. Yeah, I was thinking here. back the first one we did, and I remember saying, you know, like, I'm going to be back up here in, like, a couple of years or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, now it's happening. I'm like, it's oh. just a ritual. Well, now I'm here. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go now. Yeah. Well, yeah, the stages of Dean Lucas have been, <laughs> I want to come do the podcast. I'm going to drive my van up to do it. And then next year... Stayed at my house for like three days or something, and then the next year, things. St- yeah, you stayed at my house again. Yeah, yeah <laughs> in like, a swag, in a swag, in a yeah. swag. Two years in a row. Yeah, and then now you've moved here. Yeah. So we've slowly just we've got you closer and closer. Well, after that time, I came up. I kind of knew that, like, yeah, this was the spot. This is a spot. Yeah. yeah. You know when you just feel like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is me. This is me. Yeah. And then COVID happened just after that, so it was like obviously everything got pushed back. But you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, still gonna get out there, still yeah. gonna whatever. Yeah. But then you get like down a certain path and you're like, oh, we're going down here. It's like not the, not the worst thing, but you just yeah. keep going down it. And then you just like realize, nah, nah, let's go. So I'm so happy to come up here, man. Like, yeah. you know, when you come somewhere and you just feel like motivated just by being somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. and just seeing people not having to like say or like be like, do more or be more. It's like just them doing that. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's go. Like, let's yeah, go. Yeah. There's like a your vibe attracts your tribe kind of thing. Or well, just the you environment know? as well, yeah. man. Like, the environment yeah. up here, everyone's so like friendly and like, Outgoing. Everyone's and, doing shit, too. And every, yeah. And like motivating, yeah. super motivating. You know, when you get someone, you're like, all right, people are doing it right. Yeah. I should do it right. It's Let's- like you're just merging into, you know, like a smooth merge onto the highway. Yeah. Everyone's already moving. You just come in. There's no traffic jams. No like one's driving crazy. Just like a zip, baby. Yeah, just go in. That's a big jump, though, to like move complete like your life somewhere. Like you wouldn't know when you went to America. Like it's a big, like, 
going into fear hey of like this could not work out as well well dude the first um the first week of being in dubai well i was did dubai and then the f1 so like i was in abu dhabi for like kind of a week and you just live in like a little weird f1 bubble so it's like it's not real world no you're at a race but then as soon as all the boys left i was like bye yeah fuck see your pals I'm here now <laughs> by myself like looking down bye and then yeah that was when I, it hit me I was like this is fucked like this, that feeling of yeah, just the like fear of- so much uncertainty yeah, and, yeah so but that's, that's good it. though at the same time yeah I, like, I feel like you want to put yourself in there like now and again but well there's a, yeah because there's a point where you just I'm not going to want to do that I'm just going to want to have my spot yeah not really move but well like, just get the, like yeah get comfortable around like good people as well yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah I think I, I feel like I'm lucky enough that the people I've got around me are all people where I don't like we all don't need to live in each other's pockets we can nah. you know, like I feel like I can go away and you know yeah. well I think when you got like real friends man like when you got real friends I don't think you have to worry about that no, like you see no. people that like, get stressed out and like communicating with people all the time and it's yeah. like you know when you get those real good friends you're like I don't. Yeah, I might not hear because I'm living yeah. life. That's yeah. the thing. It's like you know when you don't want to hear from someone because you want them to be experiencing 100%. all this yeah. cool shit. Yeah. And then when you do get a meet up with them, it was like, all right, this is what I've been doing, kind of thing. Yeah, you've actually got shit to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Because I see like even in relationships when people like latch down onto each other, they don't make new stories to actually like yeah be the people that obviously made them fall in love with each other. So I completely agree with that. Yeah, I think it's good to split up. Hey, like even like Sam coming up here, he's been up here a week. And obviously he's got a girlfriend. It's like, and then you come up to somewhere new, and it's like exciting, whatever. You got these cool stories. Come like when I said when you let when you go home, Sam. It's like you got to come back like a bit tan, feeling good, happy, <laughs> yeah, 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 motivated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Gold Coast effect. Got yeah. that Gold Coast energy. Yeah, not not what I thought it would be. But is it your first time up here? Yeah, never been. Really? Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, Wellington NZ originally. That's right. Yeah, you're. Kid. Yeah, That's and right. then um, based in Mount Beauty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Mount Beauty, Bright, Falls yeah. Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. But uh, like, I think when you're going back a new man, it's yeah, <laughs> it's you, pretty cool up there. It is. Well, man. I think yeah. when everyone thinks of Gold Coast, I think I think of like Service Paradise, like, and like you know, like, yeah, yeah, everyone's got a way different perspective. Well, that's yeah. the thing, and like that Gold Coast is here as well, for, if you want sure. it. But it's yeah. also got a yeah. really good site. This is yeah. someone I was talking to someone the other night, and I was like, interesting how like it's got good and bad stuff up here. I'm like, yeah, nowhere's perfect. Like literally, no. nowhere is ever perfect. But you can like pick out the good. Well, bits. yeah, you just choose where you want to be. Dude, exactly. I haven't, I haven't even been out in surfers. I've been in the strip yeah. once in like four years. Like literally, I haven't been to yeah. clubs. Still, I've been to Cali Beach. Like all the scene shit yeah. that everyone would complain about. I haven't fucking been there. Yeah, I've been to the Pav probably twice. Like it's just if you you can go in or you can go out. Yeah, and then, that's the thing. There's so many good things here that like yeah. some other places wouldn't have. But obviously, yeah. with that, there's also the bad. But like. You can pick and choose what, like, where you want to be. Pick your poison. Hmm. All right, so tradition of Dean being here four times. We've got yeah. a tradition of a Wim Hof breathing exercise that we're going to do. This year, we're going to leave the, the podcast rolling. What is it, about 10 minutes? 10 minutes. So if you want to do a Wim Hof breathing... It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, though, so I don't know if that's going to, like, if an ad comes up or something. Is that going to mess with your thing? I'll put it on mine. You, what's the link? Because I'm not a fucking tight-ass Dean, and I'll pay for YouTube Oh, sorry. Premium. Sorry. <laughs> Just type Wim Hof breathing technique. Uh, it's going to be like the top one. It's got how many million? 59 million people have watched Wim, it. You only need to type in Wim. Yeah, and you've got it. 59 million. I just million. feel like you've talked... Yeah, that would be it. You've talked about this so much after we did it. I was like, you... Yeah. No, we, yeah, let's do it. We'll leave it in. We'll probably have to cut it out of the YouTube, but the iTunes and stuff will be sweet. They can so. have it. 
I hope if you're at home listening to this right now and like you have the opportunity to like do this with us, do it. Do it. Because it's just going to enhance the actual experience of listening to us because you're going to kind of relate the state of where we're coming from. Good call. Way more. You should have a podcast name. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story. We're going to get set up on the floor. Join us. Griff is on the floor as well. And uh, yeah, happy days. Let's put the mic down here so we get the actual recording. See, you're... This is why I hang out with professionals. I'm the ideas guy, but you guys can make this is a guided breathing session. Relax to the deepest. Lie down, sit down, whatever it takes. Relax. Are you ready? Here we go. Round number one. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Go with the flow of the breath. In, out. In, out. In, out. In, out. Into the belly, into the chest and let go. Like a wave. Make it circular. Pull in and letting go. Just keep on going. No pause between inhalation and exhalation. spread down to your toes into your fingertips to the base of your neck and head you are almost there do you want to prolong your breath hold pause the video now and continue when you feel the urge to breathe okay recovery breath in five four three two one Take a deep breath in and hold for 15 seconds. Exhale in three, two, one. Let it go. Round number two. Back into that rhythm. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. 
like a wave. Make it circular. Pull the end and letting go. Just keep on going. No pause between inhalation and exhalation. In with peace, out with stress.
five more. Let's give it all we got. Last one, Poulier. And on the exhale, stop. One and a half minutes, breath hold from now on. aware of the blood running through your veins, your heart beating. Feel. puts you in the moment hey like it just puts you in like right now right now what we're doing like where we are I had a thing the other day where I was like I think you want to flirt with the future I think you want to marry the present and Mm. I think you have a one night stand with the past that's very good where'd you read that no I didn't I've come up with that it's fucking really good that's that's my thing because I'm like the future you want to flirt with you want to enjoy parts of it like you want to like flirt like have it in your mind that like you're going towards something good you want to flirt Mm. with it you want to like enjoy it you don't want all your focus and energy to be put in the future because you're going to take away from the present. Yeah. And in the present, you should marry. Like, that's a commitment. You're like, you're committed to this moment right now. Yeah. Because we only have this moment right now. Yeah. Like, that's all you ever have is right now. Yeah. And then I think with the, like, one night stand with the past is like, you should kind of, like, every now and again, I think it's fun to do. But I don't think you should always dive back into your past. Like, I think you should go back now and again, have a fun night, relive some stuff, learn some stuff from it. 
and then move that back to the, the how present. About, how about your past is your ex? <laughs> well, it is and your ex. only think about it in the context of like learning from the mistakes learning that you it. made in that relationship. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is building off people, man? You're all just mm. learning off people. Like as long as... Like I always think about this when you like you say like a failed relationship. And I was like, just because it didn't go as long as you would have hoped doesn't mean it's failed. Yeah. Like plenty of like how many times you come out like a toxic or bad relationship, but then you're like, fuck, I learned so much from that. Like, oh, I went, definitely. Like did you remember like your first heartbreak as like relationship wise when like you've gone through like heavy like heart- Yeah, probably like Did that fuck you up a bit? Fuck I maybe I'm weird in this sense, but like yeah, I, I, I'm really a, it happened for a reason kind, yeah. of, kind of guy, you know, like I've never, I guess I've never really been in a situation though where I've just gotten like, I don't know, straight up dumped or like, I, yeah. you know, I don't know. But like so cheated maybe, on and stuff, like stuff like that. I really like, had that. See, that was like, that, that was like trauma, that first love kind of thing. And then that yeah. like going sour and yeah. like having your heart broken. Yeah. But then when you learn from that and come out of it and like how you realize like you just need your own happiness to like yeah. be happy, like yeah. truly happy. Yeah. And then you like separate that from like that. I think the biggest that thing... That teaches you a lot. Like, and you pour fuel on it. And like when you're like 16, 17 heartbreak. Oh, dude. <laughs> when you're like heavily Feels in love. It's so much worse. It's so much worse when you're a kid. Hey? So heavy. Like when you're coming out of like first love. And you're in it and like every like hormones and everything, man. Well, I think that... It's so, a wild time. <laughs> some of the some of the problems with breakups that I feel like I've noticed is not so much like that the relationship ends. It's that like if you're the person that like loses in a sense. How like, do you mean loses though? Like the person dumped you. Like you were still in it. Yeah, but you got to question why though. That's the thing. It's like you got to look at like the, actually look at it like why why aren't we together now? And yeah, you can but work I think from I that. think some people though get stuck on the loss. Yeah, like they just take it as a loss, like, and they take it as like that. Yeah, that they uh, lost like control of the situation. They like you lose face essentially. Yeah, like yeah. It's some I think a lot of people, it's more of like an ego thing than like. Well, yeah, they, you lose not, face to yourself. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. You, you lose face to yourself. You lose face to your friends. Like yeah. she left me, or he left me, or yeah. whatever. I think so, I think a lot of people just get stuck on the L. Yeah, and they just like don't well, want to take like, the L, even though the relationship, like yeah, like you said, yeah. there's a reason why the relationship failed. Well, it's like accountability. Hey, you get comfortable, yeah, yeah, and you get yeah. comfortable in a relationship as well. For sure, like super comfortable. Yeah. How funny is that? Like you meet someone, you fall in love with who they are, and then as a relationship comes, obviously you grow as one, but you kind of separate from who you are so much and like I think that's, the whole. that's the biggest thing I reckon I learned from my last relationship and it was just like the biggest red flag for me going forward in anything as soon as I get a sniff of like codependency yeah I'm like yeah no. yeah I was talking to someone the other day who was we it Tom, 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 Tom Dewey uh, Tom Dewey, yeah. Dewey, yeah. Tom Dewey, Tom. He's like a pro snowboarder, and we're like, we were saying, like, we want a girl like that's too busy for us because Dude. you want someone that's just like doing exciting, fun stuff that like lifts you up and pulls yeah. you up with it. Yeah, I think it's like it gets tricky when I guess someone like your life becomes someone else's life. Yeah, and it's like it just yeah. There's a way to like, there's a there's a way to do it. Like you're yeah, you're so right. Like you the can ideal. Feel- for I don't know whether most like girls would even know this but like I feel like most guys and I've always said this I want a chick that's cooler than me yeah yeah. well you want a best friend man like yeah. I just want a best friend to hang out with and like love like honestly my biggest thing with a relationship if we laugh that's like the glue hey like mm. the rest can like figure itself out but like if you have like true like genuine deep laughter 
like hang around that person for as long as you can. Yeah. Like that's yeah. such yeah. a good trait to have in someone. Like it's just general like belly laughter. Yeah. Do you know when you're like actually just losing your shit? Yeah. Like you're actually just like actually in hysterics <laughs> laughing. Yeah. You're like that is like yeah. the best shit. Like when you're just with your boys and like something happens and it's just like that honest like chuckle. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So if you find someone in a partner that makes you laugh like that, yeah, latch onto that. <laughs> and just the the like I look at it more days like a like a team thing too yeah you're building something hey understanding the the problem i think there's like so many like gender roles or there's like a guy should do this a girl should do that and it's like it's just like mate i'm over here doing this like this is work but then like i consider what you do their work too yeah so it's like we're both working like just it, just because this makes money and this costs money or whatever yeah. you know it's like it doesn't mean it's not work like how to balance it yeah, all. Like, yeah let's yeah. look at this as like collectively this is what needs to get done today yeah i'll do this you do this yeah i and like whether this brings in money and this costs yeah. money or like whatever it is yeah it's like no nah, it's the whole thing i read um I actually just finished reading this morning that Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Maybe bring that up on the screen, Griff, just to show the people. Is this the book you got me? Yeah. This, oh, I got you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I got Mic you. drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just finished it uh, today. Is it good? I got so many good... Unbelievable. I've, you know when you like have like a stack of good books you're like yes. looking at and I'm just like looking at this and like, that's going to teach me something, hey? Like that's oh, like, yeah. you see it and you're actually excited by I it. I can guarantee you my girlfriend's going to tell me that I need to read this. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't think- read enough and she's going to everyone should read this book yeah, it's yeah. like so atomic habits i've spoke about it a, a bunch on the podcast i reckon that's probably like the easiest like habits book to yeah. just like get into this one isn't so much about like the technical aspect of like building habits into your daily life yeah. as much as atomic habits is this is about like these seven ways that you can like live your life or that's like a seven stage process of like dealing with yourself dealing yeah. with other people like and then the, the is that kind of like how to win friends and influence people kind of similar to that like not uh, so oh, different different it's style. different eh? it's this is like real foundational like this is how you should look at the world but yeah, you know gotcha. what i mean like it's yeah. fucking gnarly it's not like that this is what yeah how to win friends and influence people i think is a really good book but yeah. it's probably like the level after this this yeah, seems okay. like so this, or, is, like, this yeah. is like more foundational yeah, yeah i get you but he basically there was like this one bit in it where he was talking about what you should want out of a relationship is one plus one to equal many as opposed to one plus one equals two. Yeah, yeah. So like that's a... And when I thought about it, I was like, fuck, I feel like I've been in relationships where it's just like one plus one equals two. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah, that's awesome. It's not like me and... Because it's like you've got like one plus one plus one me Ron and Alex running yeah. this business well you'd hope that it'd make more than three right yeah so it's yeah. like you want to become more than the sum of its parts yeah so it's like a good relationship is something that is more than the sum of its parts it's more than just two people that are like codependent on yeah, each other it's like what do you well, create yeah. Yeah, can, and the you know, community one, around those two people yeah and, and it's like one plus one could equal you know you could be a fucking change can, change your community change your state yeah change yeah. everything yeah keep yeah. growing so yeah, once I, I saw that, I was like, that's actually like kind of a good way to think about yeah, for sure. the, like what you should like try and get out of a relationship, I guess. True. It's, it's like good. The, the building blocks. Kind you of should too. read this. What, what are you I've, reading right now? Right now, I'm like, <laughs> I actually got this, it's what Trent Dalton has this story, uh, love stories. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because it's like, he's, he's a writer that um, during COVID, he just went and like um, on the corner of just like big cities in like yeah. Brisbane, Adelaide. And he had this old typewriter 
and people just come and tell him love stories and he just literally type them out that's unreal and some, what's it called it's called love stories by trent dalton pull that up it's um it's like a friend of mine um got me onto it and she's like yeah this is a really lovely book i've literally like cried like three times reading this book really? like how emotional the writing there was that's a th- awesome there was a thing man about this person okay so there's like an old couple and they've met in this um they, they were both blind and i think they, they met in like a uh like a rehab kind of blindness kind of center thing and they it talks about when they met like they've never seen each other and this is like a married couple and they've never ever like wait, laid eyes on and the guy was like saying like what would you do to like if you could see for five minutes like i just want to see my wife and the guy saying is like oh it's like that's what you do with the five minutes that if you could actually see and he's like yeah and he's like and then he started describing his wife like oh, she's beautiful she's got all this and he's just like oh, i don't need to see it i know she's beautiful and just like how it was written it was just yeah, like real yeah. powerful it was like and then it made it made you feel like if you actually just lost your sight right now mm. and you had nothing and you were with someone based on like how they were as an actual person like that de- that's such a deep connection for like because it would imagine dating with like being blind and dating and actually like feeling that and then mm. yeah so I thought we, that, we get we get so distracted by sight yeah like we're so we are especially in the Gold Coast I feel like that's like such a it's like it's all visual it's everything all like, man everything's visual everything yeah. everything in, just in general we're so like. We're monkeys that like shiny things, yeah. essentially. We like things that are pretty. We like things that are shiny. Yeah. We like things that are that are visually, like we're so visually stimulated that you're right. Like if you could cut all of that out and like you didn't know if a chick was hot, you just could, you couldn't see, like you could only just, it's like shallow hell style. You kind know? of, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like yeah. It'd be so much easier to fucking love a person probably. Like but imagine the, how much quicker you could actually connect with someone if it was just like, just thoughts, like, or just like you had no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just through that, like you would actually understand how someone was. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, it's interesting to think about. That's cool, that book. But yeah, really, good, really, that. really good book. And then um, one about Nicky Lauda, you know, the guy, the yeah, F1 driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read the James Hunt one, right? I haven't read the James Hunt one, but it's funny because I put up a photo a while back and it was like, I had Nicky Lauda and James Hunt on either shoulder. Uh-huh. And I guess it's like the whole balancing act between like, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be the serious guy that like races and does well? Or do you want to be like the party guy that can still win, but is like not going to be that? Yeah. And it was like those two that balancing act yeah because it's like okay you want to win you want to do it properly but you also want to have fun and like that balancing act of having those two things JB God bless him he said one of the wisest things I've ever heard in my entire life and I stick to it you can have everything you want in life just not all at once yeah and you can't be the winner and the fucking partier and the playboy yeah. and the fucking you know you gotta pick your times though yeah and I'm like even now you can have all that you can but to do all that at once it's gotta probably be probably not at not it's gotta be spread yeah yeah yeah, so we're spreading right now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's like win now, party later, party, well, like, don't win, maybe yeah. winning something else, you know? Well, you get winning, like, that's what, exactly, like winning something else. Yeah. But then actually, like, enjoy to get there as well. Yeah, yeah. so you, yeah. you got to understand that there's an opportunity cost. Like, you can't have yeah. your cake and eat it too constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you want to push for one thing, like, something's going to suffer somewhere. Yeah, dude. That- yeah, that's like the, I was talking with Sam about doing this, like, fist glove with, like, a Rubik's Cube, and when we talked about it as well, it's like, on the Rubik's Cube, there's, like, each part of your life. So, there's, like, family and, like, connection with friends and then, like, going to the beach, physical activity. And imagine, like, that's on a Rubik's Cube and then you twist it and then, obviously, like, friends go with, like, family and then, like, this goes here and, like, everything gets twisted around in your life. Yeah. And you're constantly just, like, have this Rubik's Cube where you're trying to, like, put your time into yeah. different things in your life yeah. to make everything the same color. Yeah. And it's just, like, a cool concept that, like, you're constantly, like, chopping and changing all those good parts together. Man, I think about... I, I think about 
in the same way but a little bit different like you know you got like accounting software like you do like zero and shit like that you know how you've got like essentially like your revenue streams and you see your fucking your streams of like what you've made for the month what you've spent for the month and like those areas yeah that's just how i look at my life like i go okay i've got the podcast i've got friends and family i've got like reading i've got jujitsu yeah and i've got motocross and then it's like you got those things and then they're just the things that you do and if it's not inside if it can't fit inside that bubble you just don't fucking do it yeah like I just don't well that's your thing you like you've you've worked out your happiness routine like this is how I get the most out of it yeah and I think I'm trying to do the same thing hey like when you get in that rhythm of okay these are the people I need around me yeah this is what we need to be doing this yeah. feels good and then yeah. you get momentum man yeah momentum's so powerful hey dude compounding compounding it's, it's, it's compounding is is what it is in i and fucking hope i'm in the compounding so, you know when you feel like you start going to the compounding yeah, <laughs> point yeah, yeah. dude anna said something uh, the other night she just said something about her skin we've been um where we got athletic greens as a, yeah, as a yeah. new sponsor and so like they they wouldn't even let us run an ad until i'd like use the product for, really? for a bit yeah which yeah, is pretty right. cool but i've used i used them for ages but anyway she um she's like oh my skin's really good do you think it could be to do with the like the athletic greens and i'm like like maybe but also you've been like think about when you know you left where you were and like the living conditions and like how fucked up it was and then that was probably like you know that was over a year ago yeah and you've like been crazy good on sleep which like you never were before yeah and it's like then you've been in the gym like that's pro- probably you, you been about building. a year yeah, yeah like so you start getting momentum then you start like knowing your spots knowing your yeah. things you get comfortable like not comfortable but like you just start to see like if the compounding takes some yeah. time to work yeah but then once it works it's like this yeah. and then you look at you're like oh is it this that i just started doing well, it's like it's like we talked about like the ned brockman effect where it's like yeah, he yeah, summed yeah. up the whole like struggle he struggled for so long before anyone Anyone gave gave a shit and then it was like that but that's how most things are in life man no one cares about you until like that last five 10 year overnight yeah exactly and it gets like talked about so much but it's like you know when people see you for here it's like oh man that took some work to get there yeah and you understand like yeah there's a lot that goes into it eh? well like even it dude it's literally everywhere like that's probably the biggest thing that i took out of the atomic habits was just like compounding like really the effects of it and then there's another really good book, Griff. Can you pull it up? It's called uh, The Psychology of Money. And, dude, it's, like, unreal. Every, literally, everybody should read it. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it again. Um, I think I saw this on your table the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, unbelievably good, man. 26 bucks. Do yourself a favor. Um, I was getting, like, when people recommend you good music and good books... A friend, um, Angie, she like, you know, Fred again. I never heard yeah, it before. Yeah, like, yeah. put me onto that. You know, when someone puts you on like good music and you're like, okay. Dude, Fred again he, is oh. out of control. Out of control. You know, when you, link a, you know, when you link a good part of your life to music as well. Yeah. So forever, me at this age is linked to Fred again coming up here and like getting yeah, like yeah, compounding yeah. interest and getting going. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. Well, so this, this book here talks a lot about like comp- compounding as well. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that people you don't understand like that that conversation was the perfect example of like not understanding the effects of compounding it's like no nah, you've actually been on just this program better, for yeah, a year yeah, yeah this is the like you should expect to see yeah these results now as a how good is it when you start seeing it though like yeah, when you when people comment on it you're like oh like i'll be working on that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. it's the combination of so many small decisions made over a long period of time yeah, yeah. like and that it's frustrating but then yeah you get that moment of like a year later you're like oh yeah yeah 
I did things and things changed. Well, yeah. when we finished, that was so cool. When we finished that clarity film we did, which was amazing, by the way. Good work, oh, it's getting some positive feedback, hey? Really we want to create cool art, like yeah. really cool That was art. really cool. But they had this moment of like, at the end when like, I watched it back and I like thought about what that guy's about to go into in life. And you know, when like you see back a little bit, you're like, oh, he's about to have such a good adventure again. Yeah. And like you see a moment, oh. But yeah, that was... It was good fun. That was cool, man. How now, long did it take to film that? It was in a week. Okay. We, did, we didn't we, film oh, every day. What's yeah. the What's the music you got on there? Could we watch it here? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all... Um, it's all licensed. It's all licensed, yeah. Have you seen it, Griff? Yeah. That's oh, pretty cool. We should watch it. I want to watch it again. We should chuck it on. Dude, it took us... Um, so, okay, so backstory. Me and Sam met building this track two years ago. Like, I was out there building. Sam came down. He was like, new friends of mine from snowboarding because he does all the seasons in Japan and... Uh, where do you go in Japan? Hakuba. I did one in Hakuba, worst season in in like oh, seventy years. Yeah. It was COVID, yeah. So I got I had to boost out of the country early too, and yeah, yeah. Back. yeah. it so was he, just a bad snow year. Yeah, yeah. So that he, was my Japan experience. So, <laughs> so he got he got back to Invic and he met up with friends of mine, and he literally came down the, like he was just walking down the track. He's like, "Hey, we're building this track," and he got real keen to work on it with me. Like no one would ever come build tracks with me, and I find it like quite like. It's like gardening. Dude, it's the it's best. Like, it's like you're creating. It's like, I feel like it's like it's shaping and I really feel like it's the whole thing around this is like we're trying to make like cool art. Yeah, yeah, which it is. Wait, what are you what are you doing Saturday, by the way? I'm chilling. Um, Come right? Nah, I'm oh, I might Nah, I'm going to have a day off. We've gone hard, man. Like, every, like literally every come day. Come relax down the farm. Yeah, I might even just come chill. Yeah, we're going to like have a working bee down there, like fuck around all day. Sure. Yeah, I just want to chill, yeah. I probably won't ride, but I'll come hang out. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, anyway, let's, uh, watch it. let's watch this real quick. This is unreal. Yeah, you just don't see much of this stuff being made these days. I fucking like it. Yeah, so we actually met on this track, like met out there and then we started working on it. And like literally... Full screen, agree? In the van just gives me the freedom. The VO is to cool too. wherever I want to be. You know, I ran do down at 3am to get the coffee to make that because we forgot it and I had these and slides really on and I'm like literally like bare feet almost running the down and then e-bikes back up Seems to throw and it made it just taste that little bit better <laughs> yeah you can kind of just shut off and appreciate the time to yourself and the clarity that comes along with that yeah, this is dope mate dude. how's that shot yeah <laughs> crash the drone after that did you <laughs> we got the money we got the got money. shot mate I got it back but the whole idea, man, like this is actually my life. Like I travel around in my yeah, yeah, I yeah. like I tell hard to grasp. I want to tell stories. I want to race my bike. Like I want to like close you're getting to trees and rocks and it's really just ludicrous. It's, it's so bad to man. watch. Is that all you? No, no, that's nah, just that's, that's just clips from World Cups, but that's like, just like fucking suck. That's like that's, the, that's <laughs> just all me. You're just in that one moment and But dude, it is kind of sometimes at World Cups. Oh yeah. You're in this the Friday Vital Rules oh I can't watch like the pink bike fails and stuff it's yeah, some like of the just over the bars are horrible from the outside it looks like the house is burning down but from the I love inside, this it's, it's pure bliss from the outside it looks like the house is burning down oh. but on the inside it's pure bliss I fucking love it do you think like the months went on fire like that and I love it. That was the first shot we got of yeah, the whole movie. That's insane. That was the very first shot. We're like, we set the bar to here. 
And that was... That's gotta feel good. Hey. Such a good ride, Dan. Oh, thank you, mate. I'm actually like... When I'm happy, I ride really well, and I was really happy at this point. I'm trying to look point. like... Aggressive. This was sick. So we built this track over two years. Like hours and hours and hours. I actually went to Derby and got motivated, came back, I was like, we need to make it better. Dude, how good is Derby? Oh, my favorite place in the world. Everyone Same, go, go ride your bike in Derby. Go see the Stoke Wizard and ride your bike in Derby. Definitely see <laughs> This shot gets me so keen to go racing. Just... Oh, Sammy. Fucking... I love it, eh? My favorite shot of the whole movie, just this last one, ready? Yeah. For whatever reason, I just find that is like the sickest, like, like just. Mount Buffalo with its hat on. So when I watched this back, I like looked at myself here and I was like, you don't even know how good your life is about to get. Like, yeah. you know, when you kind of look back and you're like, dude, if you knew what I was about to like dive headfirst into. And yeah, it that's so like, true, eh? It made me think back to that moment. I was like, oh man, that's so cool. But I think that's how you should set your life up, hey? Dude, I agree. And that you was were, unreal, bro. Oh, we got, I'll play this. We got some bloopers. A fly kept going around when I was trying to say clarity. <laughs> hey, what are we doing, Dean? We're going to ride bikes. <laughs> so off it. It's <laughs> oh, how good. He normally shoots on cannon, so we're giving him shit oh, really? yeah. Boys on the tour. Riley Matthews, everyone. Absolute yeah, legend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so oh, wrecked, fuck. dude. You know when you see in your eyes, like I was, I was done. <laughs> man. That was like 3 a.m. to like 10 p.m. or something. There's a fly buzzing around the mic, and just we're trying to like make it real. So clear and clarity. <laughs> 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 oh man, but that was like that was epic. Like the congrats on that. Eh? Thank good. you. Like, and we wanted Cheers. to like literally Sam coming up here. We're just like, let's get as much cool content, dude. And you honestly, you're a big motivator for this thing. How you've like grown Gypsy and like what you've done with that, oh, and showing it, that like branching out. Because that was a big thing I never did was branch out, and like the whole like many people can like obviously if you've got many people on your team yeah. you can have a stronger team yeah. so I'm just like out like the things that I want to do because I like I love doing the podcast I love doing the media stuff but I couldn't do all of it no. I do not know how Jack Moyer that man is an animal because yeah. to win I always say to win that overall but then to grow his channel in that same rate Psychopath. I was like the work I saw that man put in was just like he would literally finish 100k whatever ride 
full training day, back laptop, yeah. moi moi TV, push that up, go to bed, repeat. You just got to get into a weird zone. Wait, come in and Sorry. get, get you always, you're doing what Sam did. What's about, it's like the fucking things on Angle. Where do you, where, yeah, where do you want me? Just where direct, you? just across from me. Just okay. stare into my yeah, fucking, go, come this way a little bit more. This, no, other, this way, this way, look, this way. Yeah, now bring the mic to your face. We need couches, man. I, this, I need a couch dude back support's great I like this is what happens when you get guests in more than like once like, they, yeah, start they, start, they, get they get comfortable they get comfortable they get comfortable yeah fucking it was sick uh, <laughs> to be fair I feel like we're not far off that nah, true, nah, that's <laughs> nah I'm here for it um, uh, what, were we, what were we talking about the uh, just the build, oh, the, how we want to create art and just like yeah. build more projects and Sam coming up here like we've We've been going. You just hard. crushed it. We've too. been going hard this like last week, but you know when you have, like you start to get that momentum and you yeah. start to see like the return and like yeah. everything, and then you're like, all right, let's like put in on this. Yeah. There's like a, I listened to Mac Miller the other day and he has a quote where he's just like, I'm a what did he say? He's I'm like a workaholic oh. with a passion in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like What's if you've the, got passion. Um, there's a Jack Harlow line. Uh, fuck. It's some people score call it a scary obsession. Uh, I just call it a passion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's how you need to do it. If you want to go in on something, like if you want to be the best at something, yeah. you do need to go in on it. Dude, and that's you- the thing, the balance. And that's what I was talking like the whole um, Nikki Lauda and James Hunt thing. It's like, yeah. how do you balance that with that? Yeah. And I think I'm kind of getting to like a good level now yeah. of like... Well, dude, you saw the... Like you saw me over three years. Yeah. And like the different stages that I was in and there was like two of the trips that you came the last two that you did yeah like I'd probably just driven the same fucking route to work and back and to the gym and back and to QMP and back like if you could have had a like a heat tracer of like where I walked and what I did in that period of 12 months where you came and came back back again mate I didn't fucking move you know like I was just I was in it and I I picked my battles I picked the shit that I wanted to do I I read like fucking 32 books that year you know that's like dude even now like for 2023 I just wanted to use that as a year of like just growing myself not worrying about all this other shit that I think comes along with it like if you actually put effort into you and like good proper time for just you like not for any other outside like influence but you know just like start to get that pick up that momentum and like get that positive like feedback loop of like I'm doing the right thing. I haven't been around yeah. the right people. Well, one thing I learned, I can't remember exactly where I read it or heard it, but it's that I think it might have been Mark Manson, um, that momentum comes before motivation. Mm. It's like you've really got to put the work in yeah. when you don't want to. Go to the gym when you yeah. don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Put extra hours in on the computer because well, then that's going to build the motivation once you start getting Yeah, it, once getting you see rolling. the results, like I feel like but it's just getting off the ground. And that's where I think like a good coach or even, dude, even the podcast, like getting someone to say something to you. Yeah. Like I... I get stuck sometimes like motivational reels, but sometimes by the end of them, like, I want to go. Ready to run through I wanna, a fucking wall. Dude, have you seen the one where it's like <laughs> Apollo Creed and he's like, there is no tomorrow. There is no, he's like yelling at Rocky. I watched that man. I'm like, I gotta go running. I need to do yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. like, let's go. Like it actually motivates me that much to be like, what happens if, like what happens if this was all done? Dude, there's a, there was a crazy day. I remember it would have been in that period I was just talking about. Yeah. And I was editing just some bullshit. Like I used to leave here and I used to go home I used to get Uber Eats and I used to take my... I literally used to take my fucking computer and hard drive from here <laughs> straight back to there. my house. Yeah, like, because back. I just had to I had to leave here. You had me in a comfy swag and, though. <laughs> I do have a comfy swag. <laughs> Shout out to ARB. Danny Brown if you're listening. There we go, there we go. Um, <laughs> but 
I literally would just go home and do the same thing every fucking day. And there was, I, I caught myself one day. I've got like the iTunes, you know, like the yeah. dashboard that tells you how many people have listened to it, right? Yeah. Posted something, edited it for like 15 minutes, went back, looked at my iTunes numbers. Like, what? I don't know why. Like, yeah. motivation. Yeah. <laughs> went back, did some more work, went back, looked at my. And in that moment, I fully caught myself and I was like, actually this is fucked up because whatever number i see on that screen yeah it's up to me to subscribe some kind of well, motivational yeah. value to it yeah. yeah so like what's the fucking scale well, this here? is this is the thing man. it's like what's enough and like, what's enough but like, it's what's to, enough in, in any context but it's of up that. to you exactly and exactly. it's like so i was looking for this external motivation so i'm like going to this place to look to this external source of motivation and there was going to be a number on the screen yeah that, whether it was ten thousand or one thousand i would have felt more motivated yeah. by ten thousand, less motivated by one. Th- yeah. That's a fergazy number. Like, yeah, it doesn't you know make I mean? any it doesn't, sense. It yeah. literally, it's like how many views on YouTube right now are going to make you f- happy? Yeah, it's what like, does it matter? Yeah, it's going to go on forever. You're like, going to internalize whatever you see, yeah. and you're going to tell a story back to yourself, whether it's enough to motivate you yeah. or whether it's enough to delete your channel, delete <laughs> your podcast, delete your Instagram, and got, fucking pretend that the whole thing never happened. Just got you know? So either way, it's up to you. Yeah, you can choose. So it's like what the fuck is motivation and if you're and and when you know that you go external and then you bring it back internal and then you decide from there then it's like just skip the fucking external part skip yeah. where you look at the itunes numbers skip where you look at a real just be skip. more present man just be like more yeah, present just, like that's the thing just put it out there and then just that, that's a one probably like favorite thing about podcasting i feel like I guess when you go down like the whole YouTube, when I put out a podcast, man, it's like, it's out there. Yeah. And then people in real life come up to me and tell me like, I've helped them and they've got something yeah. out of it. I'm like, that's a positive experience. You don't need to like buy into all like the comments and likes it, yeah, and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, it just yeah. feels like a real, real thing. And I think that's so great. Like why podcasting, like the whole storytelling thing is still so popular because it's like, people generally just want good stories to be people told. People want to have good chats themselves. Exactly. So yeah. It's people want interesting to like, listening to good chats. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that I, I also that is both true but i also think that there's like an internal conversation that's going on in your own head all day and so it's like whether you notice that it's there or not like it is actually there and it's and it's constant so when you put on a podcast this is why like i don't really watch tv it's why i never put on the radio it's why i don't have ads on anything like i have youtube premium i have spotify premium i have like everything premium that i can gypsy world yeah that i don't because yeah. The inputs that you that well, dude, there's every, inputs and yeah, outputs. Yeah, right? everything gives you energy and takes it away. Everything. Fucking ev- ev- everything. Yeah, bro. And I noticed when I went to um, Falls, you notice in people high energy and low energy. Like obviously a music festival is like everything's over exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. But when you see people that come really like energized and you're like, Oh my god, and like they it uplift you. you. Yeah. yeah, you get energy and then someone will come up and be like real down and you really notice it. Yeah. But that's like in life, man, like you can pick and choose who those people are. Oh, and you 100%. know when people are like, Oh, I can't because of like some weird relation to them. I'm like, yeah. you create your own world fully. Yeah. You can cut anyone out. Oh anyone out, sure. you can bring anyone in. You can like craft it however you want it yeah and this story you're telling yourself you're like oh no i can't because of this or that it's like it's all bullshit yeah and that it's it's like curation like you said so yeah that was a thing for me a few years ago i was like no ads no fucking tv no yeah. like just no 
I want to be able to control the inputs. Yeah, well, yeah because yeah. the inputs, see where you get out. Yeah, yeah, the inputs determine the outputs. Yeah, you yeah. know, like the inputs have to come first before yeah. outputs, and it's like thoughts, <laughs> actions. You know what I mean? You very rarely. You can't put in that much good stuff and not have good stuff come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like, that's yeah. to your point. Like, I think people like listening to podcasts because you can control the input. It's yeah. like if you've listened to every one of your podcasts, you know you're a super positive person. Yeah. You've got really good uplifting people yeah. like X, Y, Z. <laughs> so then it's like, okay, I've got the conversation that's going on in my yeah. head. Let's clip that for a minute. Let's go to this guaranteed good conversation with these good people that I relate to and then that's a, a good long input and then this yeah. is like the output you know yeah. then I think that I think that's probably one of the things that people are like really enjoying in that world yeah. and I think about this too and I, I say this to people all the time like I feel like what we're doing right now is no different to having a campfire 2000 no. years ago yeah it's like it's like around a campfire yeah, exactly. it's such a it's such like cult, a fundamental medium you just yeah. get to have a slightly bigger second ring of the campfire of the people yeah. that listen 100 percent, like feel like they're part of the conversation in a way yeah 100 because i feel like in our culture like we put old people in like nursing homes and it's like all right go on Dude, we don't, weird. and when you go to Europe and you see like the connection of family and yeah. like learning from them and actually like learning from older people not just being like i know best because like i'm a bit further ahead kind of thing yeah yeah, I think in Australia, like the culture is like you kind of Dude, sh- shut to, off from it. Google the um, like the I guess like global population age demographic. Oh, it's a big shift, isn't it? Well, there's going to be there's about to be a fuck ton of old people. Oh, really? Like, yeah, this whole population. It's insane, have you seen like all the, the population dude. collapse that like Jordan Peterson and stuff talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's uh, like real bad. But there, I think AI and stuff comes into that. So visualizing the world's population by about to fall off a cliff yeah so click into that one Griff. let's just see what it gives us because how many people do you know that actually just don't have kids like I know like more so I know don't than would go down go down so yeah yeah keep going Uh, up sorry up up just yeah get get us (laughs) how funny is it that like we don't even know like so we're see, so, we're, so, those, we're so new to this that this is all like this is all new information. Oh, we're like, figuring out like yeah, oh, as it's we coming. fucked up basically. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got that. Under, we're not mixing this prop, this pop, right? <laughs> nah, nah. So it's supposed to be like a pyramid. Like see, how it's yeah, like a pyramid yeah, yeah. like that. It's gone down. <laughs> but see how it's as the next kind of few years go uh, along that pyramid like those people are gonna go up and it's actually yeah. the pyramid's gonna reverse yeah, and switch yeah, around yeah, yeah. so yeah we're like so used to Australia's only 200 years old yeah. so we're used to just like farming people off once they're you know 70, 80 years old just like All right, done with you put you in the nursing home mm. but what happens when that's like a significant part of the population yeah that's oh, everyone and that's what's coming in like the that's, next 20 years that's everyone yeah yeah. it's gnarly dude so yeah but, but you're right like you just fucking alright so yeah you're old you're done you can't. that's what I mean you don't yeah. yeah you don't have these proper connections with people and I think like yeah that's something that's real really missed like, did I tell you that I was watching that video about the 90 year old dude and no. oh man I watched this video that like fully go, go to like YouTube and just I don't know what, what it would have been it was like uh, can we watch 90 year old what I learned about death or something like that can we watch Hugo Frixalon's tempo I watched this today what is it it's a like I don't know if you'd be able to play like just it's a riding video, riding riding yeah like yeah, mountain bike yeah. riding video, and like you know when you see something like it's kind of like I guess the, I'm down to watch it. yeah 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 oh, so, ninety so let's just no sound on this don't show it everybody should YouTube this video this is like 
fucking heavy, bro. You want to talk about like perspective? 97 year old philosopher faces his own death. It's by the Atlantic. And go scroll down a little bit. Just scroll, uh, no, uh, like scroll down on the page. It has 4.2 million views for uh, two years ago it was posted. So this guy, like you basically like watch his life. You watch how he gets in and out of bed. You yeah. watch the way that he, like he has a 24-hour carer basically. Yeah, that, yeah. Or maybe she's not 24-hour, but she just like comes. But you watch what, you watch this guy just like how hard it is to get out of bed. Now this is a guy that is a philosopher He's like made a lot of money. He's wrote a lot of books, you know, like um, he's not like a fucking multi-squillionaire, but like this is a dude that's lived like a really good life, right? 97 year old. This is the fucking reality of where we're all going to be. And I watched this and I was just like, enjoy now. Fuck. Who cares about having a hot wife at 25? (laughs) Like what you need is you need a wife that is going to be healthy enough to stay alive with you until you're 90 fucking seven years old so you got some company when you spend 18 hours a day by yourself barely oh. able to get up there like dude yeah. imagine having that many good friends though that they just come help you out that's the kind of life you I, want to build I would like honestly yeah, they're I all would, getting old too yeah they're getting old we can get well. old together let's just go die on a farm somewhere like, having a good time but I would rather, much rather like yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go out like that. I don't. But myself. that's the reality of being a person. Like, what's the? Go how on. else would you go out? I don't know there's a lot of action sports. True. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot no, of things that ninety-five-year-old shouldn't do. Yeah, get yeah, into, like yeah, yeah. cliff diving or something. Get yeah. into like base jumping. Well, I mean that's an option. But if you like, uh, and I think Can that you imagine doing that though, actually like going base jumping, like those guys at Red Bull, like wingsuiters and stuff in Europe. Like no. imagine doing that. No. Imagine having friends that you like you could die and they Dude, would die all I the time. I fucking had a friend die last last year from fucking wingsuit. Is there a, yeah, it's did so, jujitsu with him for fucking five years. Dude's yeah. a legend. And then I go to training one day and they're like Dimitri's dead. That's imagine wild. that life living on that. So like that's you know, that's such a like high level of like let's overcome. It's fitness. a knife edge. Yeah. And he had just had a kid. Oh. Had a wife. And you know the, the most fucked up part of it is you're just not surprised. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like the f- that's like what, what sucks so much. Oh, I think about like that, and like I don't think that's fair that you want to keep doing. Oh, but then it's yourself as well. It's like it's yeah. so hard to balance that. Yeah, I think I'll just like take less risk though. I feel like there'd be, a, but then he probably thought he was taking. Yeah, it's but so hard like, to tell because you don't want him to lose the passion of like pushing himself. But when you have like a family to like support, fuck. Yeah, gnarly though, man. But yeah, I mean, that like this guy, like look at his feet and shit. Even like it's it's fucking so so heavy. I mean. The good thing about it is I think by the time we're 97 years old, there'll probably be some like crazy tech to where like... Like yeah. Walt Disney just yeah, freeze like, me, freeze me. Dude, you'll probably just be able to be in a robot. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, no, no joke. No, like yeah, that's actually... And that's how fast we'll go. Like the whole like... Fuck yes. Like chappy, like you know that... Bro, have, have you give seen... Give it another 50 years. What the hell's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, true. Have you Are seen... Are you thinking about like World War Two wasn't that long ago and we're just like dropping mm. bombs on each other like that shit. Dude, right? it was like w- like one person. World War yeah. Two, we were still fucking stabbing Having people, people with a bayonet at the end of a rifle. How fast is like this like... Have you seen the um, the Neuralink demonstration? No, I see. I don't want to. I kind of like... Bro. That's what I mean. Like, I would know you're going into it. Type in Neuralink, Elon Musk. Are you kind of like this whole just like, like just just be yeah. free to it, just like lean into it and just let's go? Because well, like, would you, cause I don't think people like us really have a choice. Well, well that's, that's exactly you're right. in it. You're like, in it anyway. We're, we're hey. along for the ride. Yeah. So, just enjoy that ride, though. Yeah. Go to this ten minutes. Don't don't show. Just show some of the. Um, 
So like, go, like right, just go to this bit. Go to this bit here. This this is a monkey typing with his fucking brain. <laughs> what? Straight up, bro. Amazing. If you want to watch this, uh, go to Elon Musk Neuralink event. Everything revealed in ten minutes. Right now, we are watching a monkey that is drinking a banana smoothie through a straw, <laughs> getting grapes through the hole in a glass, and is using his brain to move a fucking mouse cursor on a keyboard. But that's real, and that's happening right now. Who's controlling, like, the... What do you mean? Like, the monkey's what's controlling. The, what's the question? Who's controlling the monkey? The monkey. The monkey, but, like, what's he connected to? So the monkey has a Neuralink. Go back a sec, Griff. But like what is the Neuralink? What is that? like? Have you not... So there's a, there's a thing, pause it. So there's that thing there goes in your brain, right? <laughs> but what is that thing? It's a it's a chip. Yeah, but what is okay? okay. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, where does it break down to? Like, where does it come from? Like, what is like the basis of like? Where? I don't understand the question. It's like a fucking microchip. Yeah, I know, I get that. So but, like, it goes in your brain, but, and then it's got these. But how's like a microchip made? That's the thing. Like oh, you, you, you trace this way back because it's obviously that's going in your brain. Oh yeah, it's someone. you're pulling it from. Yeah, what? Well, wait, <laughs> no, but we've got a no, but it's like a pacemaker. Yeah, exactly. But you're still like getting something from like, yeah. how, how does a microchip create, actually create? I don't know how one's created. I don't know either. But, but they're putting that into your brain, I don't know you how want a, to know. I don't know how an iPhone works. Yeah, true. You know, I've got one of them. Okay. I'm assuming Neuralink, it just connects to neurons in your brain. Yeah, basically. So Someone's going to be listening to this and be like, oh my God, this is so simple, yeah. simple. <laughs> they probably want to connect us to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah, first first clients. Can you, can you just up Dean's IQ by 50 points just for like the next three <laughs> just hours? Just boost that one. Just boost it up, boost it up. Oh, there we go, there we go. But yeah, so there's a, a Neuralink, it goes in your skull. And then yep. there's like all these electrodes that there's like these wires and then this robot, you can actually see it, see it happen. Just play the video and then we'll like kind of explain it as we go. But yeah, so it goes into your brain and then uh, those, I guess it like connects back to the computer or the phone or like whatever interface yeah. you're actually using. And it just makes it so you can control whatever it's interfaced with, True. whatever it's connected to, like essentially with your mind just by like where the neurons fire. But that's not all. Like, it gets so fucking weird. Fast forward a little bit more. So... Where, right, where, right, wait, where, wait, where wait. are we going with this, hey? Like, Dude, where... Like, where so like, this, what's the... What, like, okay, a thousand years from now, two thousand years... Oh, like, you don't have to go that far. Yeah. Like, you couldn't even imagine what that would look like. like look at this, right? So, this is restoring... Uh, oh, they're recording sight in a monkey brain. So, they can literally record video from your fucking eyes, bro. Then oh, like, come on. No, seriously, look. So fast forward through oh. a little bit more. So they, so that neuron firing there represents that dot on that screen. So you can just record, like you can literally just record your Pete. life through so, your eyes. All right, so pause it. So this is called a visual prosthesis. So you know how you have a, a, a prosthetic leg for someone yeah. who's missing a leg? So this is, is prosthetic is, eyes. This is going to cure blindness. Yep. So see that Ooh. photo there on the right? Yep. So that is how it would look to a person that's blind. They would be able to project that image onto their visual They'd get cortex. That back. Yep. That's that unreal. is insane. So Imagine until, until, and that's V one. Yeah, exactly. Imagine when that's just like you just blindness is gone. So let's we've, not, we've taken blindness out of the So equation. let's yeah. So let's not talk about a thousand years from now. Let's yeah, talk about fucking hundred, ten. More, yeah. No, let's talk now, about ten tomorrow. Yeah. So this is what they're doing now. So go for it's. It gets even crazy. Later on this afternoon, we're actually yeah. getting some of these sent into the studio. Dude, it's <laughs> fast forward a bit, Griff. 
It's fucking wild, bro. So I'm definitely new to I'm this. I'm so out of the loop on where this is going, yeah. and it's sick. Um, keep going. You know, and you're almost just waiting to see like this. So that's the that's the Neuralink there. So basically, those wires at the bottom. That's what this robot. Fast forward a little bit. So this robot here <laughs> does the surgery. So it like drills a hole in your skull where are we living right now like what year like what it's wild bro so look at this this is how the surgery gets done it's fucked they've done like it's all just legit now you know they reckon they reckon human trials later this year so see that's like a map that's what the robot sees of the brain I've watched this video like five times Um, that's what the robot sees of the brain and then you're gonna see fast forward just a tiny bit Griff yeah so watch this is a fucking robot this is once it's drilled into your skull where she, is it playing? Yeah, playing. Yeah. Oh, this is horrifying. Watch this. Full on, bro. And bang, that's one. And it puts in like a thousand of those things. And it takes, like, the surgery takes like 15 minutes and it's all done by this robot. And that's it, you just gotta. And it's it. getting this live feed from your brain of like, because your brain's moving, so the robot's moving with your brain. Imagine like Skynet, hey? Oh, no Skynet, yeah. like yeah. yeah. Like, so far, keep fast forward. So you got to see the other shit. This <laughs> do you reckon Arnold there? would come back? Would he come back? Like even AI is like yeah. he would lead the charge. I would. I so would. So see, love that's how it misses blood vessels, bro. It dodges. I would love to, like, like if it was honestly like men versus machine. Like if Terminator became a real thing, you'd want Arnie. I'd want Arnie to lead it. Or the Rock. Yeah, both Jason Momoa I think if we got those two, if we got those three on our team we, just can't, go to, we can't lose how to, can we go to NZ <laughs> like, just get a bunch can we of get Mark boys. Hunt as well yeah, Mark yeah, Hunt will yeah. put him on the, oh. he'll be on the I team I want someone who's got knees like fire hydrants yeah. <laughs> wait can we talk some fighting so yeah in a sec sorry you gotta see this keep going so this so this is where it gets like fucking crazy for action sports people so keep going forward a bit more so now if they put this in your spinal cord because you've got uh, like basically it's like neurons firing yeah. down all through your spinal cord so keep going fast forward here's the question now if they actually made you be able to walk again would you just fight for them anyway you'd probably just be on their side like the like the Terminator side probably you'd yeah. probably just like be like a, whatever you've made me the walk the tech's too good yeah, that's yeah, what I mean yeah, like, yeah, it's like you yeah, can walk yeah. be on our side be like ah hey, oh, come on you can't beat him join yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. so Sorry. <laughs> this <laughs> is the spinal cord keep fast forwarding a little bit so yeah alright so this is a pig that's got one in his back so he's got one in his brain and then one in his back so that's them modeling the information that's passing through the spinal cord as he's walking and then the top one there is the information that's being protest uh, uh, like uh, created in his like cortex of the pig's brain right so now and then you see you get all like the telemetry right so walking is just a firing pattern of neurons. So once you've mapped that firing pattern for the neurons, it. yeah. So now look, they're they're literally manually overriding the Neuralink and m- making that pig's leg flex. So see stimulation up the top there. So it's when that's stimu- so like good for like professional athletes with injuries, yeah. overcoming stuff like being paralyzed. Dude, like, think about the people we know that have been paralyzed. Yeah. That, you know, you can start Imagine, to, like, and you watch people, like, you know Harry Binks triple flip? Like, watching something like that, you're like, holy shit. Like, this is, like... This life is and death. Life like, and death. This is big. Yeah. But imagine having this, like, like I think a Brad Smeal, one of my mates, is New Zealander wakeboarder. Yeah. And it's like, he's a quadriplegic. And it's like, so, see, uh, here now, 
they're they're literally just moving by stimulating different uh, neurons at different times. They're getting these like different sequences uh, of movements. So yeah, like they're going to be able to take a person that's had a spinal cord injury and then put a Neuralink in the brain and then at multiple levels through the spinal cord and then you're going to teach that person how to walk again. You're going to be able to teach a blind person how to see again. Like, and they reckon they can do it with like hearing and this is people that... we're just creating gods, hey? Like we... We are gods. Yeah, we literally, we are, yeah. I was thinking about that with the phones, man. Like we've cr- we like we want to create gods, like, oh, like the whole, all, all se- the information that's all ever seeing, existed yeah, everything in your just pocket. Cram it in, all yeah. seeing, Wild. all knowing, yeah. And you're always with it. And like, do you find that the more you step away from it, like how much better and actually connected with? It? It's the weird loop of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you create this thing to know it all and have it all. Yeah. And then when you come away from it, that's when you actually learn a lot more about like knowing all and like it's the contrast and those yeah. two things are so yeah. like apparent. I, I think it's almost nice not to know it all. To yeah. like to in those moments yeah. where you just spend a couple of days doing a whole bunch and you're not on your phone, you're in the bush, you're riding a bike, you're, oh, man. you're up in the mountains, you do something yeah. for a bit, and you're just like, I haven't really taken care of responsibilities or looked at my yeah. phone, but I'm way, way happier for you're it. You're in the moment, man, you're present, you're yeah. really present. And when you like be in those moments, oh, yeah, and obviously, like life, you can't just do yeah. that constantly. No, it's a balance, <laughs> it's a balance, it's yeah. a balance. But I think when you go hard as well at stuff and then you get that moment of actually like stopping and being like, shit, we're doing some... Because how often do you like not actually stop and be like, shit, yeah, that's, we're, we're that's doing some... That's the go- Western way, I reckon. Yeah, it's always like next, 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 yeah. next. But it's like stop right now. Yeah. Like I look back, if you could look four months ago where you are now and if you're in a good place and like how good... Like you can see like if you could go back and say you're going to be here, yeah. it's like, oh man, like that's so good. But as it happens slowly, I think we like lose sight of like you are progressing as a person, you are getting better, you are like going in this good direction yeah. because it's like, so like, you know, when you obviously like each step seems right, yeah. but if you go 10 steps back, you're like, oh man, we've come from a long way. Hey? Oh, definitely. Like mentally, physically, all the different things. And you're like, oh shit, like you start getting these steps and it feels good. You start moving in the right direction. It's good. Well, I think that's why for me at least, like when I kind of, I have those like segments of my life that I'm I just know that as long as there's like incremental gains on each one of those things and then nothing's kind of going down everything's kind of one might not go up at the same rate like yeah. jiu-jitsu for me stalled out for yeah. the last 12 months yeah. and but it's like it hasn't gone backwards mm. you know like I, it's not like I've, I haven't quit you know I'm not fucking uh, I'm not worse than I was like I'm still good I'm yeah. still going it, it's in like more of a maintenance phase I'm not yeah. going backwards yeah. but it's still there it's still a priority and then I'm, it's like reading like I haven't read as much in, yeah. the, in the last 12 months but I'm still reading most days I'm still you know should I be in a good habit still like, yeah. yeah and then so it's like it again and then you add one plus two plus three plus four plus five yeah. and then you end up with way more than again just the sum of each one of yeah. those parts so I think it's like yeah, it's it's hard to like look at the, the globally. Sometimes you might feel like you're not going anywhere. No, nah, you feel but like if you just break it down into those small little, yeah. those like vectors that you're working in, it's like okay, well, I, I am going up a bit here, yeah. I am going up a bit there. Yeah, it's just but, not that rapid progress in one spot. But yeah. like, I was trying to think back, like, dude, if I could go back when I was 13 or 14 and like see what I'm doing now and the life I live and what I've done, like that alone mm. is like that makes me pumped that like the kid within like the child within i guess that you want to like i think you always want to have that come yeah, up yeah. like literally be a kid that's like, me and good. builds yeah, exactly do shit that makes you feel <laughs> yeah. like generally like a kid again i yeah. think if you can bring that up and like put that out as much as possible and like and obviously it's all balancing act man but like generally just like having fun having a good yeah. time being a kid yeah and i think 
we're trying to create heaps of that like now with what we're doing with the videos and stuff hey like we want to like you know when you want to tell like a really just cool fun story yeah and like build people into that story and like yeah. you're obviously a, like you're a character in that story obviously mm. like everyone around here in my life now is a character yeah. and i think when you like look at your life being fucking really good and positive and then you want to share that like i guess the whole thing is like sharing positivity on like a broad scale mm. and i think it's like here you can do that and like that's where you get like that feedback loop of like for f- honestly when i did that podcast with you that first one when i met you and then the reaction back that like showed me that like true fulfillment for me came within like getting like service does is like mm. getting return of like helping someone in a proper way and like that's when i felt i was like oh that's a different like you know when like there's different feelings you can mm. feel like that level of like okay i've helped someone like underneath yeah i was like okay that's real like that's like actually how like fulfillment like general proper fulfillment came from helping people in that sense and i was like well let's just try and do that as much as we can yeah it feels so good to do nice things for people it's a yeah it's It's such a cheat code to feeling good like be nice smile at people dude i just try and smile it's so nice when i like we walking down the street and like you'll see a stranger and you just smile (laughs) and you just have both have a nice smile it's just like that i feel like is like Something that's getting lost. Is that what you wear? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not taking any shit with this. Thing, right? But you know when you actually like get a genuine smile from yeah. someone and then like that picks up your mood and that will change your life. Like smiling will fucking change your life 100%. No, I completely agree. You agree, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think even like for me doing this, like you kind of reach a tipping point where you, you know like I just know this is like a good thing to do yeah you're seeing the return from it yeah like like how many people you've actually helped like on a broad scale like even if it's one this is someone said to me the other day they're like I was talking about a podcast when I was at Falls with these guys and this like girl came up and she's like oh who's gonna listen to that I was like I was like two people that's what I meant she said like oh two people listen to that I was like that's one that's one more than I thought would might listen so it's like the scale of how the chick actually say that like she was being a bitch or she was kind of being a bit like and then like it made me think about it i was like yeah, that's enough for me and then she was like oh yeah like she yeah, like she yeah. was like kind of i think it was like off the cuff kind of thing yeah but then she actually like i made her think about it as well and then she kind of came back and she's like oh no that's cool because it doesn't matter like yeah how many people actually hear, well it's like if one person if they can go home and be like okay i heard something and that positive like impacted my life going forward yeah like that's that's a good thing if just one person i think we get so caught up with like like when you get so many likes Doing or things comments on the macro instead of the micro. exactly it's yeah. like you look like even when we film this like video and it's like it gets this many views and it's like you don't understand like there's so many different individually people that are like you're seeing that it's like and the impact you can have on that yeah it's pretty yeah and even well how many opportunities do you get to like tell a story to like 20 people in a room yeah yeah not yeah, that yeah. not that many yeah. so yeah. it's like if you get five that's a pretty good group of friends having a chat yeah so like to be able to tell a story to a bigger group it like yeah you don't need to get caught up on it even if you get five people that listen yeah and if they feel good out of it yeah. like if you like upload like whenever someone says that maybe you want to go ride my bike i'm yeah, like my job is mean, done yeah, yeah, yeah. that Perfect. is my job or literally like, that's your job yeah <laughs> or if someone messages and says what you said made me feel really good and it's like that's that's the job yeah and i feel like we're pretty good at it <laughs> like yeah, yeah. i like to make people feel like i actually like and it's like the whole cheating thing is like i do it because it makes me feel good yeah but just do it because it makes you feel good and yeah. then it makes everyone else feel good around you like if yeah. you can like the whole like what is it high seas lift all yeah boats rising or, tide floats all boats floats all boats so yeah. like, and then you surround yourself with those people yeah. and you know when you see like someone going at something really hard and that gives you that motivation like just trying to always bounce off those people yeah and I think once you surround yourself with that like man like you can go so so far with things oh, and just definitely. the process of doing it is fun as well like you said yeah like if it all goes tits up if you don't get to like said 
prize of this many views or like coming first on the podium or whatever it is the process to get there and like how much fun I'm having right now and what Sam like filming all this stuff and doing it like I'm so invested and happy with that yeah that's like anything else is just like a, a bonus like a cherry on top kind of thing oh, that's yeah. it should always be it's like you should fall in love with what you're doing right now it's hard like so I had a there's like a wave that I went through with the podcast where there's a certain point where you've got to make money and you've got to like it's got to become like this sustainable thing it's yeah. unfortunately yeah the there's like a monetary aspect of it that has to go first but then there's a tipping point and there was definitely a tipping point I can't remember like really when it was maybe I think it was like probably around like 2019 when maybe like when we went to New Zealand I just feel like I remember it kind of around that time but yeah I was sort of got to the point where I, I felt like I was given too much in a, in a way. Because when you started to feel lucky. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember like, we talked about luck. That's one thing that has changed in your mind. When we first talked, you're like, I don't want to give power to luck, which I don't give power to luck. But you create your own luck. Yeah. 110%. You well, make your fucking luck by being a good... Like, karma's real. Yeah. If you put out good shit, it comes back. There's four... Like, I think there's, there's like four... There's four types of luck as well. So I think it's like... It's understanding... <laughs> The, yeah. the different ways yeah, yeah, that yeah, luck yeah. like kind of works there's fully blind luck which Just like that's chance. the most yeah, yeah. pure randomness yeah. like you that's the best one yeah so that's the, that's <laughs> the that can be good it can be bad yeah then there's the the kind of um the naval ravenkant can you just type in like naval four kinds of luck because i think this this is where i originally kind of got this yeah i want to actually like from i want to think about this because i how do you know if you're lucky or not lucky? Let me do this. Sorry, I'm there. Yeah, you're fully cooking it today. Just fucking get it, mate. Just sit still, you you're fucking worms, bro. I think that's good. That's better. That's how you um, can do a 40 minute moto. Uh, <laughs> I've had a big week, man. I've had a really uh, big Types week. of luck, not times of luck. No, but the whole thing, like, will you create your own luck, man? Like, the, the things that you put back into your life, obviously. Yeah, go to the four kinds of luck. Go down. Let's see if I can go up. If you can get this, hit this on the head. Uh, according to Mark, there are four kinds of luck or chance that matter to entrepreneurs or anyone for that matter. Chance one, blind luck. Uh, chance two is motion. Uh, chance three is recognizing good fortune. And chance uh, chance three and then chance four is directed motion. Go down a little bit. See where he's going with this. Blind luck, uh, in chance, either good luck occurs, uh, is completely accidental. This pure blind luck that comes with no effort on our part. Uh, in chance two, which is motion, something else has been added. Motion. A certain uh, basic level of action stirs up the pot, springs random ideas that will collide and stick together in fresh combinations that let chance operate. Um now let's go to chance three recognizing good fortune that one kind of um how funny that these are all playing out in our minds of how we actually perceive yeah luck. yeah 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 so, like, so that's all happening but it's these but it could be but four the, different types of yeah know, but even in your head how you like relate you're, you're to constantly things, like yeah. recycling those around of like where that actually works and like and then you might be like oh was that done luck or do you know someone like, yeah yeah so go down go down we'll read this fourth type because it's sort of what you're talking about okay um the final form of luck that mark writes about enables you to discover good fortune specifically because of your directed motion unlike chance two which is luck due to random motion 
chance four is directed motion. You have a hunch, you pursue it, and luck appears. Um, the f- you pursue it, you take a microphone, you talk to good people, you uplift with those yeah, people, yeah, yeah, you go yeah, for it, yeah. you like you make yeah, make but, a splash. But there's like so there's all these different. I fully like. I think Naval says it better. Like yeah. Naval Ravenkant has a, a piece uh, about it, and it's probably the first time I really heard it, but there's definitely like the there's the make your own luck which is i think that fourth type that he's kind of talking about and then on the opposite end of that is the complete randomness yeah, you know yeah. but there's also but you like the whole motion luck, like, like you creating the more motion you put yeah. into anything the more like yeah it's just the, more, you the more chances you've got the more times you gamble but yeah. you know the more yeah, yeah yeah more times at bat the more chance you're gonna yeah. fucking hit the yeah, ball it's essentially like it's I think we've probably all got stories that we could draw on of like yeah. times where you do kind of you just mention something yeah. to somebody that yeah. it, it might pay off yeah. and it does and you're like kind of made that happen kind of didn't yeah yeah like it was all just by chance but you made there's one conversation some kind of yeah, yeah there's like oh this could pay off eventually that's, that's the nicest feeling is like when you see something like it's almost like when you hear like a good thing spoken about you by someone else like you always want to have like even when I wanted to come here the first time you obviously spoke to people like oh yeah he's cool and like yeah, having yeah. having that but within such a wide community of people yeah I think it's yeah yeah I think it's really cool well so before uh, I want to finish that thought before about the like when I was in New Zealand but I ended up like there was a point where yeah I was like I was doing a lot of it to get things like it and because you need to yeah. get things to for shit to be like stable and then there was definitely the first couple years when people like wanted to give me shit and when like that was you know getting support from people and Mm. people wanted to be on board like you started getting new gear and you started getting bikes and you started getting people want to fly you here and then you get to a point where you i realized like oh that's enough like i actually couldn't i couldn't it's it's like it's like too much stuff to even i can't use all this stuff i can't go to all these places like you get to the point where it's like that cup's full now yeah and then so what did i just start doing i just started giving shit to other people like i wouldn't say no to getting it yeah but i would just i'd go oh i'll get it but i'm gonna give it to rose yeah i'm gonna give it to alex i'm gonna give it to maddie i'm gonna give it to sammy i'm gonna give and then i'm like i'm just gonna give it away i'm gonna give if you let go of shit like generally let go of shit and if it helps someone in their life man like that's where you get fulfillment from that's where you feel good yeah and that's what i really learned in that process of before i was very and i mean the way i grew up like i never that's the trauma man that's the yeah yeah, it's it's just trauma it's trauma linked into like you didn't have anything you finally got it and then you want to keep it and hold it yeah you want to hold it and be like i'm not lucky i work like all this and like you kind of or you you think like well fuck what if the podcast goes away like i could sell these boots i could sell these helmets i could sell i'm gonna need it you know like you're like a fucking squirrel that's just you're in the future you're in the future like of the worst case scenario yeah yeah and then when you but when you it's like almost it's like what luck whatever lucky we want to define it in there but you get to this point where like you're lucky enough to be given a lot and again it's like nothing is free like i gave a lot to get what what was given but once you start it's like a paradox you know like once you start giving and then i started getting more yeah that's yeah that's the biggest thing yeah yeah yeah. you're like well fucking hell and then you just kind of go like all right whatever i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do yeah and then it's like a it's almost like a proof of concept so now in my head i'm like oh if i just keep doing what i'm doing and i'm a good person about it and i try and do my best all the time this will keep coming in then I can keep giving it out and I know it'll come back. Yeah. And it's like you do it for enough times over enough years 
and you know like you don't have yeah. to hold on to things you don't i don't have to yeah, you I don't see. have to have like the stress that you had before yeah. and then the thing the more you give the more you'll get and then you can get to a point where you don't think about how much yeah. you're giving or how much you're getting you're just like doing just, your thing it's, and it's you're a, almost it's like, like breath it's like a breathing yeah, you're breathing it's like yeah. watching the effects of it you know yeah. it's cool yeah. no i think about that because i um like i'm helping out a young kid and i like i look at when you can help someone like plant a seed of like where that can go and like how, what you can get from that mm. it can be so yeah dude so beneficial well think about just like, having someone believe in you like exactly you. yeah like does that kid before you help that kid does he legitimately believe that he can be a world cup well, you don't know. or does it take Me a guy like you yeah. coming to him and telling him like hey i believe in yeah. you enough to well i know when i was shit. a kid man like i wanted that like i think everyone kind of wants that like the whole you can be this thing and yeah. it's like and you it's, can be it's valid it's validation from kind of someone of authority yeah, that's already too. done it yeah. he's done yeah. it and dude as well like like the kids amazing hey like zach bradley margie they're like Legend. best people best yeah. people hey you mean you like it's like because i helped ollie davis before him as well. i i really get a lot of enjoyment like the whole help passing it on and kind of and it gets you fuel man as well like if you're helping a young kid he's pushing you as much as you're pulling him up mm. and his youth is like kind of balanced out with your wisdom in a way yeah yeah so yeah. it's like you kind of you don't have his youth he doesn't have your wisdom yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like i look at someone like if i had that when I was coming into it, where like, because it's always like, where could you take it? Yeah. So now, like, I really, I can be that person, hundred and ten percent, and like, that's what we're gonna go film. Like, we've already got like planned out. We're gonna film a thing in Mount Beauty in a couple of weeks. We're gonna go down and race, and it's like whole creating this like story around that, and yeah. like how far. Because I went on this big adventure ride the other day when I was in Europe. I went, we went from like France to Switzerland. Really? And I was with my team. On what? Just on. I was on a Spark, a Scott Spark. E bike. No, I was a trail bike. Oh, or, like XC bike. And then my mate was on an e-bike and we just caught lifts though for like 80 Ks through these like Swiss, we were like, wow. you, you ride from Switzerland, I mean from France over to Switzerland yeah. and these epic spots. I remember just looking around and being like, what the fuck? how like, I can't even fathom that. Yeah. Purely like just grateful that like you can be in this situation and let's actually be like, oh, like, yeah. Isn't it, was, it just crazy that it exists in the first place for you to even look at? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like when you're on a chairlift, you're like, how is there a chairlift here? How is there a fucking... 20 kilo uh, like a 2 kilo cross country bike on it yeah. how have I got you know like how am I here how is any of this here how do I even know this like this is fucking crazy where it all came from yeah it's just the Russian dolls man when you like yeah. you think about the Russian the, what are they called Babushka dolls or whatever uh, I should know this yeah but it's the whole thing is like the concept of like pulling out of yeah it goes on forever yeah yeah where were you going with the the, the story oh, before I interrupted you about oh we're talking about I guess it was just the whole like how I was like really enjoy coaching and stuff and helping like the whole planting a seed that they can grow on yeah. like in the whole giving back oh this is where it all came so I used to the um, adventure ride yeah no, no this is way back so okay. this is sorry I was like you know what yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah we're good <laughs> so the whole giving back thing so when I was um, I started to when I would do well at races I get like you get medals and stuff and I started giving them out to yeah. kids at races and they'd be like, oh, no, no. I was like, oh, no, you give me, you give that back when you get your own. And like, it's like that, that thing that it's like, all right. Because I remember when I was a kid, man, I got second at a race in, um, it was in Barjag, it was in Victoria. And I got this like trophy. And I remember seeing this like second place trophy. And I just remember like looking at it like it was a gold brick. And the whole ride, I think my mum drove me back. From, I didn't even know, like it was my second downhill race literally raided in the rain I didn't even know because it was back when you didn't know results or anything so you're just waiting and then like I got second and it was like that That was like the spark that was like okay and I remember just looking at this like trophy 
for like an hour home and I was like, all right, I want to be downhill race or whatever. So now when I get medals and stuff, I'm like, I feel like I don't need them. But if I can give that to someone, that, that can be their thing. Give them that same feeling. And I've got this thing that it's like, if just say I was ever to be like world champion, like won the gold medal, like to give that away. Yeah. And like the power of what that image would like signify is like, you don't even need that. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's just another thing. Yeah. It's just another, like, what's that different to like, if I got first in Australia where it's just all a bit of silver or gold or whatever it is. Yeah. As that whole idea of like, when you're there, you can give that to someone else and then that's there like carried in front of them that they can chase. Yeah. It's like the whole, when you've got something, it's like, we well, don't need more of it. Yeah. You've already got it. And that's when you give it to other people. And I think that's the whole idea of like, sharing happiness it's like I'm really happy right now yeah. I feel good I feel like I've got my life sorted in a good way and then you give that to someone else that then can obviously do the same kind of thing yeah. I think that's how you spread it like everywhere really and I think it's like I think <laughs> yeah well there's a there's a like a, I guess a philosophy in Buddhism where it basically something can't make you happy when it's given to you if it could make you sad when it's yeah, when it's taken, taken away. away yeah like you, there yeah, can't be yeah. happiness yeah in that if there is the ability that that same thing can make you sad if it's gone that's hard though isn't it Ooh, that's like, anything that, but that's like pretty much anything so yeah. that's like their their whole uh i guess like the whole philosophies around like not striving for just letting go hey? yeah yeah just like literally go. just yeah, letting go it's, see, there's a lot of wisdom in it see i feel like i can do that really well with like things but people like letting go of people but that's a tricky I think that's a really tricky one because I even last year like kind of went into the whole open relationship stuff and that opened my mind up to like being with different people and then also being along that path of like if you're not with them oh, I don't know how you even say this it's like when you're with someone and then you're obviously traveling you're going around the world but you can still be a solid unit when you are back together but I met this I met this girl actually in France and she kind of opened me up to this whole like more of like different partners and open love and all this like French love that shit no she was actually German she oh was, really yeah they're even worse <laughs> yeah but it was just like the whole op- open idea of like open relationships and stuff oh, up. why keep putting it down I don't know imagine <laughs> but like open relationships and was it would you do another one you reckon well I think it's got to happen from the start hey I think you've got to go into it yeah being yeah. open like very open about it I think it's hard to like come back so like, you guys started exclusive like just yeah. you guys and then went into the yeah. open yeah. it was tricky man because it's like we met I fell in love like heavily heavily in love like just yeah this is the one you know when like the one no I remember it like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was were, on a high teen, yeah. I was on a high man so um, yeah I was like smi- you know when you just meet like okay, yeah. yeah yeah, full everything so and this was a kind of it fucked it up in a whole like in a good way because I definitely took my because I was really focused kind of like I am now yeah with like racing all that and then this big like and it was the best distraction in the world like I would not I would 100% if I would put me back in that situation I'd do the same thing all over again but yeah just smell fell like heavily in love was flying to New Zealand not New Zealand Tasmania all the time same shit (laughs) I reckon if like I don't know if people are offended by this but New Zealand and Australia had a baby Tassie Tassie would be the baby, baby. yeah 100%, 100% I agree. Yeah. Yeah. perfect anyway so going to Tassie all the time and like just falling in love like just falling heavily in love and then I think she was a bit like what like this like, kind of like too perfect like too good to be yeah, true kind of yeah, thing and yeah. she was real hesitant to like who is this kind of guy because I literally came out of nowhere like I just rocked out I was over in Hobart racing and in my van and I was like hey we're at the beach and I was like hey what's going on like that person just doesn't pop out of yeah. thin air as it kind of did anyway she was a bit like skeptical on the whole thing 
anyway, I ended up, she moved to Bright and she was living with me and it was all amazing and like happy family and all this stuff. And then I went to Europe and it was like when the kind of, you couldn't, like she had to like work and then COVID. And it was just like a hard time to travel. Mm. So I was away. Um, I was away for going to be four months and I kept trying to be like, fly you over, fly you over, like come over. Well, like I'll pay for it, all that. And it was like, you just literally couldn't get visas, all the other shit that went along with it. So I was like, okay, four months. I was like, I was honestly probably like, I reckon I would, I would have been up for it to do it. Anyway, she messaged me and she's like, hey, I don't want to be exclusive anymore. And that was kind of like a bit of a knife in the heart kind of thing. And then I was like, all right, whatever. Like, because I actually wrote this thing when I met her as well, saying like, I want you to like, I don't want to slow you down. I want you to be open to others. And it's like that whole like possessiveness of like, yeah. once you're with someone for a certain time, it's like, oh, you're mine. Yeah. You're mine. You can't like, and I guess this is when it opened up the whole, like we went, weren't exclusive anymore. And honestly, and then I met this German girl, which was like the kind of perfect thing because she kind of helped me understand the whole like, open love yeah. kind of thing of being. And it was like, it was honestly hard because it was like, if, if you do love someone, like truly do love someone to like have that idea or thought. Oh. I'd never been with someone before her that I could see. Like, you know, when you see kids yeah, with someone and yeah. it just seems like I wouldn't be mad. Like yeah. I would just be like, that's like a realistic future. Like I felt like that in this person. And then to go away and that happened and it made me really resent honestly just the sport in general because it's like I felt like mountain biking so often in my life has created that yeah. kind of setting Yeah. even when I was first going to racing I go away like you get cheated on by your girlfriend and like I'm not this is not like an all like boohoo anti-girl sub, thing anti-girl right? things yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah. it's been a real like because yeah. it's like when I'm here I'm you get all of me yeah all of me and I'm like I can be fine and there and then it's like okay racing and then you're and gone now I'm out. Yeah. and you're gone yeah. and it's a lot in small doses but it's like and that's a hard thing to balance and I've I guess it's like the same with your lifestyle trying to balance that in but yeah yeah so that yeah, fuck man it was um, it was just kind of just I guess right and we try to make it like work and kind of like get through it all and then we I think you know when it's like the love okay so she started to fall heavily in love with me and I was like kind of on that you're hurt yeah. yeah yeah so it's just like trauma pulling away which is so sad because like we both truly did love each other but they were like yeah it's like the ships were going another direction it's like the that's luck <laughs> yeah, yeah it's kind of like but I honestly like really still love this girl she's done like she's, yeah. a, she's a, like you know when you have an like she's an amazing person yeah you know when you like have a connection with someone I'd never want to lose that connection with a person because you know how like truly to their core they are they yeah. are a good human being yeah but it's just yeah I guess it's just timing and where you're at and everything else dude but, it's, yeah. that's it's a real thing like you you know yeah i've got i've got relationships in my life where, mm. where i'm just like yeah i fucking love that person a yeah. lot but just the timelines didn't line up the, the geography the other people that were at play like it's yeah. just yeah it's that's a, all luck hey it is like it's just the luck of the draw of like the timing and then it sort of it comes down to like whether or not i guess you can like accept the cards that you would dealt you know and then like the other thing is just yeah to blame like mountain biking or whatever it's like well, that just, was the thing it was just an always a fallback of like, yeah yeah i'm like i'm looking at the negative of that of like but it does it's like i listen to a thing with tiger woods and he's like the better you get at something in the world like the more it pulls you away from everyone else like it's, the, sure, the more you man. stand out the more you want to be like viewed the less relatable you are with everyone else so it's like yeah. that thing it's like do you want to go to that place yeah. like that place isn't fun for a long time like yeah. you yeah. you have to shut off you have to hurt like you have to go in yeah but what you get back from that is fucking incredible yeah and i think it's like yeah and it's yeah i think it's just anything it's hard to i think it's hard for anyone to line up their lives especially for, for sure for anybody yeah. that's moving around it makes it nearly impossible yeah. like i'm 
just lucky that me and my partner just had the same idea of what was fun yeah that's the only reason we managed to to do it because otherwise it just wouldn't have lasted because we would like i was moving every six months to a different winter yeah Yeah. and that was like one track mind and she was like yep that sounds great let's go well that just comes back it's like you should be a team yeah Yeah. like i want to like when i'm like when i'm with someone like you want a best friend that's what you want like you want someone that like you laugh have a good time with like if you want a mate yeah. like really like you want to like go and in, like if you imagine being married to someone or being with someone that you don't generally like isn't your friend kind of yeah, thing like yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. probably heaps of relationships out there where they've like well, pulled I apart mean, from that and not I, become well, their best friend like yeah because it's like the lust thing gets so put over like I guess the friendship element of a relationship yeah and it's like like the whole like listening to their voice and not actually seeing their body like what you would actually connect with would be way different yeah but the whole idea of like hear it yeah if you're actually hearing what people actually have to say not yeah. just how they look and I yeah. think in a relationship that like the lust gets so put on heavily onto it that people go towards lust and then like when you're like way deeper in the relationship you're like oh we actually aren't compatible at all yeah because we were so like blinded by this it was like well I think yeah like there's um like for, for my case right it's like I'm I'm in a relationship that if you like a couple years ago like I probably just like wouldn't have valued the traits that are now like the reason I'm with this person yeah. if that makes sense like I just wasn't in like a mature what's like, yeah what's like the key one do you think it'd be hard to I th- what's a key I, trait that you do now I think it's can? just like having a person that it's like having a person just nice it's just a nice feeling to have. Adam LaRoche baseball player is the first podcast I ever did him and Dunn shout out and he goes he goes there's nothing better than a good woman and there's nothing worse than a bad one and he's fucking bang on <laughs> because like when you got a bad chick you got a bad life <laughs> you got a good chick you got a pretty well, good life it's just a good environment man yeah. yeah if you got a good environment of people I just think having a person in your like alright so firstly this is what I would say I would say you need to know where you want to go and yeah. you need to know what makes well your values you your core and, your fulfillment yeah. everything okay we're going towards this yeah head or first I'm going towards this yeah that's the that's thing yeah if you want to yeah if, yeah. Yeah, if so, you want to jump on and that comes back to like the timing because normally like I would love to bring other people up but you know when you're so focused on like alright just me let's go if yeah. you want to jump on the train let's go but this is the way it's going yeah well, so it's like for true to yourself, hey, like just really just be true to yourself. Yeah, you have to you have to know who you, like you are, and and I think that's what like at the start when we we're talking about like an ex, and then you break up with, and then like what do you learn from that? I learned that through my whole life, I've like I've always had these like girlfriends, or I've always had partners, but it was more out of like necessity in a yeah, sense, you yeah. know, like I was in America. I had no family. I had only a few like Aussie friends. And then it was like kind of up to me to find like this new circle and network. So it's like you hook up with this chick. She seems really cool. You go on some date. She's like, got friends. Bang, like yeah. plug and play. Like I've got myself a family kind of deal. Yeah. Where it's like, but what I was is like, I wasn't living by myself and I wasn't well, getting like, my own yeah, routine yeah, and I what wasn't did, what seeing did you how want? I worked yeah. and I wasn't seeing what do you need like and then when I when like me and my ex broke up then that's when I was living in that apartment by myself so that was real ghetto sketchy where's this is no, in the same oh, one. I thought, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought yeah. this was when you were saying back in America sorry yeah, no yeah, so right. I was just like by yeah. myself yeah, yeah, and I, I was like I almost borderline couldn't afford to live in this place by myself yeah. but I was like again it's like a relationship out of necessity so it's like you get a roommate you don't know this fucking person yeah but you need the money you need the stability yeah. you need like someone to pay half 
so then you end up and then you end up in like this codependency kind of deal yeah. where it's like oh yeah he does this on this day and I do this and I can't eat the fucking shower and oh, I gotta I don't wake I don't come in too late at night like you can't Dude, figure it, out what you yeah. want to do right so that was big thing like when I when I ended that relationship I was like alright whatever it takes I'm gonna live by myself mm. I'm gonna like really dial it in and then like you know I went like fucking two years without without having any kind of you know, like fucking chick being around, like just yeah. That was and how it's anything, like clearing. You know? Yeah, clear. oh, I learned so much about myself. I learned all the things I like doing. I learned all the things I don't like doing. I learned like I got to sit with myself so much. I did like that was the year I did probably the most like meditation as well because yeah. I was by myself. I just fully learned about myself, and then it's like then you get in a, a relationship, and I'm so in the start I was like so staunch I was like yeah. this is what I do this is what makes me tick yeah. I've done the time I've done the work like this is what I kind of need mm. and then you like you come together with a person that can see the vision they can like see where you're at and they're like okay like this is a this is a train I can yeah. board and then you got to do the same for them like you got to be with a person that has been by himself and they've done yeah. the work and they got their lifestyle and then you kind of you're like oh well, we could like work the, together on yeah. this you know I think it's all like be by yourself thing you like, you've to, got yeah. to be okay with being by yourself like yeah. so like be okay with that yeah yeah I because you, you end up then what you end up doing is you end up you merge with a person and then it yeah. becomes us yeah. not not it, me you when, know? when I went to Falls I just fully went solo by myself I'm like I'm gonna make friends but it's crazy when like I'd go around and you just always bump in a bit. You're in a music festival. People are going to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a friend. Everyone's on fucking drugs. Yeah. They're all happy. You just they love go each other. walk around. Anyway, so everyone like, loves everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you walk around, meet people, and then when I'd meet people, have a good time, and then they'd always say like, "Oh, what are we doing?" And it's like, "Oh, my lips bleed." You be, do you bite your lip or something? No, I got like a cut or something. Yeah. Do you have a tissue? No, just go down. Jump, jump downstairs. That's not we'll your pause. Want. All right. That's not what you want. Huh? You're right. Sorry. You're good, mate. Is that blood as well? Um, oh, yeah, a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean Lucas might die. He's uh, he's done. He's over. This is the this is the funeral of <laughs> Dean Lucas. <laughs> We're gonna bury R. him R. under the floorboards of the studio. We'll see you in a second, mate. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I like literally did when he did. We'll wait for we'll wait for Dean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. all, all wrap up the opportunity soon. to piss. How long have we been going for, Griff? Uh, been under two hours. So, um, I just want to touch at some point. We talk about Francis and John Jones because that's like a, a fight. I'm so excited to see. Yeah, we talk about fighting. We talk about next year every, racing. Every, everything. Go in. We've already done two hours. That's oh, outrageous. Gone by so quick, bro. I'm just going to say as well, that breathwork thing was absolutely psychopathic. We didn't even talk about it. We just like he got just up did and it. didn't even mention I, it. I'm so glad. I haven't, like, I haven't done that before and I was never done tingling it. head to yeah. freaking toe. Yeah, like, you were? Yeah, it was insane. I, I mean, was, I'm, I'm pretty baked, but... Yeah, yeah. It's good, eh? I always think about this. It's like, how do you enhance an experience? Mm. And how do you... Oh, this... You know when you get lost in thought? The whole idea of that story about being in the Alps before and yeah. like going from France to Switzerland, the whole thing coming back to that was when we're out there Flo was like oh like how far should we go and I was like we've, we've come this far like why not go further yeah but yeah. how like how use that in 
all aspects of your life. Like, yeah, yeah, we've gone yeah, this yeah. far, like, why not go further? Like, we've done this much, why not go further? Yeah. Oh, we're here, why not to go further? And it was this whole thing. It was like, how far can we take this? Yeah. And at this point, we'd like ridden over 100Ks, we'd gone to different countries. And it was like this amazing adventure. And I, I've read somewhere, somewhere, it's like, life's either an amazing adventure or it's not. Yeah. And it's like, you get to determine what your adventure looks like and how it is viewed. Yeah. And like, I would like, if you can, <laughs> it's like the whole, like Joe Rogan talks about, it's like, be your favorite character, like be yeah, your star yeah, in your yeah, movie yeah, yeah. and treat yourself like your best friend yeah. and like actually do the things that you do for your best friend yeah. and like see how your life goes. See how treating yourself better will then in turn make other people want to treat you better and then you treat them better. Yeah. Be, be a track you'd want to ride. Oh man. There was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was this, um, I watched this video, like went viral um, of this girl and it's just like, don't flirt with him. And it's like, this just like girl's eyes of like, fucking it like like kind of like that but it's like be that person yeah like be that person that's like you don't like it's just that attractive in like every aspect of like yeah. bettering yourself in all these good ways but it's like instead of trying to change someone else to fit into what you think just yeah. be that person like be what you'd want to be in someone yeah. else yeah and like project that and be yeah so i remember seeing that i was like i want to be that person in like the sense of like being good at a number of different things being positive being uplifting being like just making yourself like to anyone or anything yeah. really yeah, just no, be attractive to any in any point of life be like I want that person in my life because I get so much back from that person because yeah. it's like that's the whole thing it's like we give everyone a little bit of time every day and like I like you said the circle gets smaller and I was like I just want to be around good happy people and it feels so like uplifting when, when I was because I was coming back to falls like I would go um, on my own you meet these new people and get so uplifted with them and then when you meet and they would kind of all link back together and then you have people that you met at the start and met at the end and that would kind of come together and then like to see the positive impact that you had on them yeah. and then how uplifting that was to them and like that's like when you actually feel that that you've actually made two people that might have been disconnected come together and feel good in a positive way like it's, it's just it's a good feeling yeah. it's a really really good feeling yeah no, so, but I think you've got to put yourself out to that thing as well because when I went by myself I was like you're going to meet new exciting people yeah, like, put you yourself forced yourself into that you've got to force yeah. yourself into like putting yourself outside your comfort zone yeah. even the whole thing about moving up here man like yeah. I, I got this thing where I was like I don't think you can run in silk like the whole boxing thing is like hard to get up and run in silk pyjamas yeah, yeah. so like when I came up here I was like alright like, I want to make my life tough like I want to like I want to like yeah. go do- head first into the pain so I like I would comes to Burley fucks <laughs> every hot <laughs> no. chick in Australia life's no, tough bro no life's there. tough man. no but when it's I so go, hard in the Goldie I'm making my life uncomfortable but when I f- no when I first got up here though like <laughs> yeah. I'm literally I'm literally in my van I would right I fuck 20 chicks in two no, weeks and then it's all over no. right now it's not I'm pay- he doesn't do any of this alright <laughs> Dean's a responsible young man I hate all this but when I first come up here man like I was literally sleeping in my van at outside the gym trying to like build connections and like a base here but it was like the whole thing is like I'm in my van at the gym like waking up at 4am sweating and this like and like I don't have to be here I could have been somewhere else comfortable put yeah. myself in a comfortable but yeah. it's like I want to be in that mindset of like I want it this bad that I'm going to put myself out in a new place, new people. And like, I know it's a good place and good people, yeah. but still like, yeah, still to, when I was leaving bright, man, like when I was leaving like friends, family, like comfort, like real comfort, you I left know. my cat behind. I fucking love my fucking cat. Mango. mango man is the fucking shit. Yeah. But you know, what's also good. She's, he's with my, cause I always say mango doesn't have an owner. He's just got lots of friends yeah. cause he just hangs out with people and he loves people, yeah. but he's with my grandma and she's got an old family cat. And it's just kind of cool that like you get to experience that love yeah. with that animal for like this part of your life. And she feels like she's such a good kid. Yeah, she yeah. loves cats, man. I remember when I like, 
was asking if she could look after him, kind of like putting her out kind of thing. And then I get there and we go into the room and she's got all these like cat doll like things and she's just absolutely, oh, yeah. You know when you're like, yeah, it was just like a real wholesome moment of like <laughs> yeah. grandma stuff. And this is actually coming back to that Love Stories book because the whole, like I love my grandparents, love them to bits. And in this book, there was a guy and he was talking about how he was a mailman. Yeah. And when he would deliver mail, he would get so happy because there'd be all these letters to like their grandparents or mom and dad and he'd get really excited because he was delivering this like love and like emotion. And then as like technology kind of took over, he'd get like less and less of these letters. Yeah, yeah. So like he just, the kind of happiness kind of lost out of his job. But he said now and again, he'd get really excited when he said like a grandma or grandpa. Yeah. And yeah. I read it and I was like, I need to write my grandparents a letter. So I literally wrote them. I was in, um, I was in Cooley. That's and sick. I wrote them this like, yeah, there's like, telling how much I appreciate them and like because they're just great people like and they're yeah. like just but I and I urge anyone to do this because I kind of started making a deal with people and where instead of um, instead of giving me like money or something in return I was like you need to get um, write your grandparents or your mom or your dad or someone in your life that a you letter. a letter like a yeah. really heartfelt letter and send that to them as like a connection and like that will build on itself something like who knows where that's going to go but it's like that to me is worth way more than like whatever you thought like and it's like it's just it's, it just keeps building yeah like that that kind of level of I guess fulfillment if you can give someone like the tool to like reach out to a loved one that mm. they might not have yeah. and then do that so anyway I wrote this letter to my grandparents and I took a Polaroid in, in my with my van and just sent it to them and I think it's just like just to see that real reaction from them and like to actually like have something like re like real like a letter is like a meaningful thing yeah. like you've taken time to like do that oh definitely and I think yeah anyone I think just stop find someone in your life that you generally care Value about and, love yeah. care yeah. about like put effort into write them a letter yeah like when I was in um, I was in Bondi with a friend and we're walking down the street and she's like I want to get some roses. I was like, let's get some roses. So we're like walking down, we like buy these 10 roses. And I was just smelling them. And I was like, I've literally never really just like stopped and smelled the roses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like just walking down Bondi, just smelling the roses. And just being like so ha happy in that moment of just like simple, like simplicity of just doing that. Yeah. And then we started giving them out to people. And it was funny, like the reaction of like people were almost like, what like what are we getting out of this yeah like what do you want from what's the yeah, what are you doing here yeah, yeah. and it's just like it was so nice to see this like genuine like oh no you just yeah, you just being giving rose, yeah but this comes back to it as well because it all comes back to that when does being nice and you benefit from it not being nice yeah because yeah, it's like yeah. people thought just say i was giving out roses but there's a camera guy that's like hey he's giving out roses it's it, like disingenuous at yeah, that point. yeah at this point it was like we just want to give out roses because giving out roses is good but i always find it tricky with that I guess it's just a balance of you just got to be well, cool I think all that's the time. just because, yeah, people have exploited that. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to like, be a good loophole, person you know? all the time. If yeah. you're a good person now on camera, 110, you can't just be nice here and mean there. Yeah. That's yeah. The you thing. got to have some consistency to your yeah. persona. Yeah. And to what you're doing. It's where we, um, me and Dean actually, we did a podcast. All <laughs> people have asked me, uh, we, we, I did his podcast. So people always ask me to be Monday. a guest on my own show. And I'll, been a guest for three hours on on uh, Dean's show so people can check that out on Monday, Monday. don't know which Monday this will come out but um, <laughs> yeah sure it's, yeah. Gonna, this will, yeah. it's a mystery yours will come out actually before. that'll come out before this yeah, but, yeah. Um, so you've already heard it what did you think leave likes and comments yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we talked about that a little bit because you yeah. were like oh when is it like if you're when you feel good from doing something good for other people does that make it selfish yeah but then it's like you just gotta do it all the time yeah, and then 
also you just have to look at it as like a net positive yeah so it's like, positive for everyone yeah even yeah. though you're getting something out of it I, oh, yeah I always got a bit like if I'm help- it is weird yeah. yeah if I'm helping someone it's like I'm not doing that for how I get looked at I'm doing that because it feels good yeah but if it can be a positive thing in all yeah like net positive everyone's winning yeah. if everyone's winning then like it's a good thing but I guess it's just when you come down to just say you're paying someone to make you look good for a small amount of time yeah and then you there's up. a way to be so disingenuous about yeah. it so you just got to be straight up all the time. And yeah. I think like you talk about here, it's hard to be on a podcast for three hours and like not be like... And oh. fake who you are. And fake who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't Especially get if you're repeating it like you are this many times. Like, yeah. There's yeah. A pretty I even think like one person though, you know, like yeah. people that watched you on here for three hours, they'd be like, yeah, Sam's a fucking good no, guy. Right. Yeah. You know, like quiet, you, you can't, you, yeah, you can't like fake nah. energy for that long. Nah. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially on my end, like you've got to be pretty pretty consistent that's yeah. it's like one of the reasons why people are like oh you know like swearing and this and that. i'm like all right here's the thing if i'm gonna do this for fucking 15 years <laughs> this is your life man. like i need to be able to just be me and, speak and along speak. the way yeah. if you like me or you don't like me like drop some off pick some like yeah, it, yeah. it is what it is because if you yeah. try and manufacture your persona or you try to play to a certain crowd it's not actually you you end up not liking oh. it or you do two years on the podcast without swearing and then you're just like you know fuck well, this, how many, I'm over it yeah I, ha- yeah I had this voice in my head when I was coming up here I was like fuck who you think I am mm. in that sense is like I'm never gonna be who you think I am yeah. whether that could be good bad indifferent whatever like I'm not that person so it's like I want to be my own person and like it doesn't matter what you think I am hopefully it's positive and good but yeah. it doesn't really matter the well you've got to then like you've got to read the room in a sense yeah yeah and that's know? not not giving it's a whole like you know like these books like don't give a fuck about anything or something yeah, like that. yeah. it's like you kind of want to give a fuck you got to choose what you, you give to, a fuck about and you have yeah. to pick how many fucks yeah. you do give yeah. Yeah, but if you like you say, if your moral compass is like pointing mm. pretty right where you want it to be and your values and everything are aligning and you're yeah. going in that direction, you're like, all right, this is me. Yeah. yeah the, the noise doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, just go. It's, hard, it's hard to block out sometimes, but other people's opinions like, and it's, I think it's often your own creation of your own mind and your own For doubts that, sure, that then make you go, oh, well, maybe this opinion that they have is extrapolated out to this bigger thing and this bigger deal and bigger impact on you, but yeah. it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah, we're all looking at we're all looking at life through our own lens too. Yeah, and then it's it's like when you that's another thing from the book. Sorry, it's just very fresh in my mind. Habit five. Love a fresh book. Seek, seek first to understand and then be understood. So that's a habit. That's habit number five. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's number five. But yeah. yeah, it's like first because people see the world through their own lens. It's like all right, I may look at you and think you're a fucking idiot. But do I really understand you? Do I really yeah. understand who you are, yeah. where you've been, where you want to go, the experiences that you've had? Like, do I even understand why you look at the world in this yeah. way? Or am I looking at you through my own eyes first? I'm seeking to first be understood yeah. instead of seeking yeah. first to understand. I always you know? look at people now, like everyone you meet's an expert in something you know nothing about and like try and become more of that yeah well like live just even if it's like living in their circumstance like they're an expert whether they're like they're an expert just based on how much time they've spent being yeah 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 Yeah. but like in in that sense yeah like in any way you can kind of grab something good from them but all right it's it's yeah everyone's everyone's been getting their own xp points the whole way through and figuring figuring their own crap out on the way and there's yeah you can learn something from everybody oh yeah that's insane yeah no 100 percent what what do you uh, what do you want to talk about before about the 
What are you going to say? Oh, Francis. Francis Francis Jones. Yeah, can we talk like UFC for a little bit? (laughs) I just want to see that fight. That's what like, I'm like, is it happening? Do you know anything about it? I think that's the one. Go to the... I just can't see anybody beating John Jones. I kind of want someone to, like, but I can't. The problem with the heavyweight division, though, is like you've only got to get hit yeah, one, one time. time. Yeah, yeah and one this time. This to me, like, it, I would pay money 100% to watch this because it's been such a build up. It's like two oh, years. Yeah. It's all like. Go to John Jones's Because literally, right now, like, just the two best fighters, like. Well, Nganu well, hasn't fought in Apparently, four years, I saw man. something like a that's rumor I mean, that Nganu's a free agent. Oh, Potentially. Really? Like, his con- like, he doesn't have a current. Because I know that thing was like, remember when no he was idea, going to fight nah, um, Cyril Garn? And I think he was on the way to fight him, and the UFC was just like, oh, we, like we're str- like going to strip your belt or something. Nah, John, just just Google John Jones. Let's just see. <laughs> we got. You're gonna get some stories on Google. Yeah, go John Jones verse. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, Jay, I mean, that's it. Let's go. Let's just go down to his Instagram. See if you can scroll down to his Instagram. There you go. See how big this motherfucker's gonna be. He's going yeah, because he's like fully bulking up, man. That's what I mean. It's been such a build up, like, like it's it's like when Conor McGregor fought Khabib. It was like it's it's storytelling, man. Like Go the to story behind so much hype. The story behind something that builds it up. Yeah, it's like this is the thing in life. It's like everything you think like at the end of it is never going to be what you think it actually is going to be. So enjoy all the moments yeah. leading up to that thing. Yeah. That's where you do. When I'm like getting up road riding at like 4am, the sun's rising. I'm like, this is, that's this where is I'm supposed to be. This is where it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's so much happiness in this moment. Yeah. No matter what, like that's, that's it. Yeah. And like, and the fact that like that thing in your heart of like, it's going towards something that could be bigger as well is yeah. like, all right. And yeah. Like kind of open to like the potential of, of yeah. What's what flirting it, with the future, man. Yeah. Flirt yeah, with the future. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's and, there. Yeah. Dude. But being the now, like he's in the now right now. Like, look at it. Look at the size of this motherfucker too. The gnarly thing with John Jones. I he's massive now. He man. is huge. He, what is he? he looks like six four. He looks like Mike Tyson. Uh, I don't know how big he actually. Yeah, I mean, he's dude, he's massive. Fucking huge. The thing is, that's crazy. With I want right? to see this fight. I want to see this fight. Well, he's going to be smaller than Ngannou. Yeah, but, no, but the skill. Oh, oh yeah. that's why I want to see it. Crazy <laughs> skill. But then, but then Ngannou beat Garn like by wrestling so you're yeah, like has it, yeah, how much yeah, has he worked yeah. on that like yeah, it's just see, a, he'll be that's about, and that's the sick thing about fighting is you can do all of this like, you can do all the math yeah you can vacillate yeah. back and forth between yeah. who's gonna win ah, and then it's just you never know dude this is so like just looking at that of him being that fucking big so with him too he was the youngest champ I think he was yeah like he was 20, 21 or 21 23 or 23 or so, yeah, yeah something like that and so I it's like 21 hey so when you're he's like dude. if you look at all of the and of course he's gonna be wild as well you know the oh, wild yeah. like, how could you not dude like you look at Tyson motherfucker in the he used world. to do coke a week before yeah. his fights yeah. to yeah. give it, himself a mental out and then still beat everybody yeah how, yeah how how Mike Tyson's life would like imagine seeing that through that man's eyes whole and like how he's so wise now he's yeah. like Yoda Yoda yeah. like hey, what does he do the like hot box he does his yeah. podcast like yeah, gets yeah. real baked he's with people lives and- life. He's, li- <laughs> he's honestly probably like the closest thing to like a king of the world in that sense of like imagine being that young and you're the heavyweight champ but then like the the like hype around you yeah. like you're just a killer like Dude, a killer it'd be like being the the freaking king lion of a prize he had lions yeah, like, and shit yeah. like he's or, or like Genghis Khan yeah yeah, yeah that shit yeah the How emperor you... above, above everyone like. and then he got fat and then he got fit <laughs> and then he started like he's man well I think the... I'd love to meet that man one day that would be dude same eh he's I think the thing that you see with him that 
like so the the whole concept of like your ego so like you've got to have to become this like character to become mike tyson to become the youngest heavyweight champion of the world the most feared man on the planet the baddest man alive that's all a story yeah that you're communicating and and being his coach yeah gustamato like so it's like you're living in ego and it's just like this one-to-one like you're writing this story developing this story in like real time and there's there's no like distance (laughs) from it and then written into the story is how fulfilled you'll be at the end of it and how good it's gonna feel when you're the heavyweight champion how good and then when you get there and your life's just a fucking train wreck and, and you've the, got no and self-control feeling lasts 20 and seconds yeah yeah exactly yeah. and then by the time that you're done you're empty and then you've yeah. got to fill that void with coke and drugs and yeah. women and fucking cars and then you've got all this power and you can d- like there would just be this the world fucking like is just this peak and that's gotta at some point like at some point that's gotta what cook goes you. up has gotta come down yeah you know? 100% and like he's gone on a crazy spiritual journey like and yeah. I think that I think what happens his with life him, is just a spiritual journey in well it gets to this point where like when he I think the first Rogan podcast is probably like one of the best Rogan yeah. podcasts one of the best podcasts ever of him and Mike Tyson if people haven't listened to it it's unbelievable yeah but you could hear the spiritual you know he starts tearing up and he's like i was the fucking killer man like i was the fucking i couldn't be like that no more yeah. like there's a certain level yeah. and i think it i think that's just because like even with that's Cus, everyone's like, he, ego in a he, sense you know even with like that when like cuss was training him like imagine being told like and that's whole like a chem plan that says that like, you're, you're a killer the, you're, you're a killer. killer you're the best you're in the killer. world yeah and like yeah. like but you can do that with like such a pot like and obviously it was positive where where he was going what's to what it was pointed yeah it was aimed it was aimed at it, was, like it was positive through the lens of yeah. like positivity yeah. towards achieving a goal, goal yeah. yeah not necessarily yeah. like overall overall happiness and balance and fulfillment and stuff like that but how know? crazy because in an interview he talks about if he wasn't training mike he'd probably be dead it was like he gave him that purpose to live yeah he's like he's like for, i'm here for mike now and yeah. like he gave all the rest of his life to making Dude, what well, I think about that's that's how you make someone is like that knowledge and commitment oh, to dude, like. Where's the luck in that? You know, like there's got to be some crazy luck yeah, into how yeah. those two met, and yeah. that that you've got this one guy that his life purpose was making this guy, and this guy got his what he got because of this guy. Yeah. I think about that with. Do you follow grappling at all? Like you know, in uh, stuff I know a little, a little bit, bit. But there's like Gordon Ryan. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like so he's like the man. Go to Gordon Ryan on Instagram. Have you ever seen? Gordon Absolutely, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, an so. animal. Mate, I, I, Do you I'm, see where I'm he got dabbled. his ankle I'm, snapped I'm, recently? Gordon, I think he got his ankle popped. Nah, nah, like, nah, 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 nah. He hasn't lost in like seventy something. Nah, no, no, like he didn't lose. He just kept fighting and he won the match. Really? I think I recently. Who, wonder who you're thinking of there. Go to go I, down. I think. Nah, definitely not him. Look at this motherfucker. Was it some RJ thing? I had a go click out of it. There's like other stuff where he's just like so insanely jacked. Keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, like go go. Let's watch like watch that reel. So this guy go up one. So this dude is like 27 or something like that. He's just 27. He looks like. And he have a grey beard at 27. Well, he's, I think he's bleached. Died, bleached. He's, yeah, he's died at all. But this is like, this dude's so much better than everybody else by like an insane margin. It's no one... He suffers more. Bro, he's just a fucking demon. But then, so he is coached by... Uh, so then close out of this. Now search up uh, John Danaher. 
Oh, is this the guy I heard this guy before? So just type in D-A-N-A-H-E-R. Was he the one with Mike St. Pierre? Yeah, George St. Pierre. George yeah. St. Pierre. John Danaher, there he is. Yeah. So this guy here. So go down, keep going down, keep going. Let's, we got to find some weird shit of him. So go down. <laughs> yeah, that. see that one right there in the middle? So this... Nah, go down. So this guy, right? This is the Gus D'Amato of jiu-jitsu and like it's Gordon Ryan and Gustav and yeah. John Danaher and that's Mike Tyson Gustav Mato. Yeah. this guy is he has no no family he he hadn't drove a car in 30 years he lived he lived in he was a from New Zealand moved to the US to study philosophy at like Princeton or like one of those crate like Yale or one of those yeah. crazy Ivy League yeah. schools then he dropped out to be a fucking bouncer and do jiu-jitsu basically like 20 something years ago when jiu-jitsu first came on the scene mm-hmm. lived in new york trained at henzo gracie's like literally lived in the the call it the blue basement yeah. and then he meets gordon ryan and gordon ryan is like a 17 18 year old kid that was like good at jiu-jitsu yeah perfect storm though but yeah and then so you Mental. get this guy that's just obsessed like yeah. he literally for fun well, like he posted on his, or I heard a clip of Gordon saying something about it the other day where he was going to uh, Boston to do his instructional DVDs that they like put out. And yeah. he said, he, he goes, oh, I got this message from John the other day saying that in his spare time on the flight from Austin to Boston, he analyzed and wrote statistics for all of the takedowns or, or like pins that happened at this Division One college wrestling championship he just like breaks everything you know so it's like the the level of psycho that you have to be to do that and then and you're not even the the athlete then you give that to your athlete and then you've got to have an athlete that's willing to do it this it's a crazy storm that comes together to create special people you know yeah like to be a special person you've got to do really special things that other people aren't willing to do or don't even think of doing yeah that's the whole thing you don't even think about doing it it's like I'm already further ahead that you don't even think about that process of putting into that. Yeah. And like for, I can relate to that in the podcast in the in the sense of when COVID came along, everyone was doing Zoom interviews and I was yeah. just like, well, I kind of like there's no one allowed to come to the studio. But I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I need to figure out another way to do it. And then, yeah. you know, now we've got like we've got four studios around the world that are, yeah. we can all link them. And so it's like, but people weren't thinking of doing that. Like it's. And it's unreasonable of me to even think about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, like the money that you got to invest to do it, the spend that you've got to do per podcast to make it happen. And it's like, it's, I could just do them by Zoom with people with headphones, but yeah. it's like, that's not, that's it's not, not the brand, way that yeah. I'm thinking. It's not like, yeah. so yeah. you've got to do, and then that yielded like some crazy results. But that's it's like, you've got to do this like very uncommon yeah. and very like seemingly yeah. stupid thing. I had to go so to far Everybody else. Box. Yeah, I had to go yeah. so far down the road with this thing. And now every, it's just normal. Like people, yeah. you know, people just think like, people probably don't even think any anything of it, you know. Yeah. And then people would watch Gordon Ryan grapple and they'd be like, fuck, he's just so much better than everyone else. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, is he or is or did he create that? You know? Yeah, he created that level of skill through a new idea or training or something. Yeah. yeah. So, but you think about like the the luck of those people coming together and yeah. the, the yeah. ingredients that have to take place for that kind of synergy to then create that. I think result, it's like the know? more like the I think it's like the more magnetic you get if you just be like run at that kind of positive 
yeah. way of being all the time yeah. and you do get like drawn towards people at certain times well, and, like, and passion attracts passion like if yeah. this guy's that psychopathically dedicated to jujitsu yeah and this and this find kid's the next dude that's that's yeah. like close yeah. to that yeah. and they just yeah. go ha. it's like oh, how yeah. atoms are created in a sense yeah. you know like that's these things like that well, you know when yeah. you see someone that's like, yeah, it will motivate you just by the fact of them being there. And you're yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah. I fuck with you. you. You got good energy. Let's go. And like, you start just building off that. Yeah. And then that's when you're like, yeah, true momentum. The more people that. you can get around you, like more that. people it's, like that. Well, yeah. that dude, the other day when we were riding, perfect example. I was like, are you gonna come do a <laughs> yeah. come yeah. do a twenty? And then I was, and then you were like, nah. I'm, I'm like, are you I, I, I wanted to do it, but because of the filming thing, I was thinking, film, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah go on, go on. So yeah, I was like, I said to Dean, I was like, I'm doing a 20. You want to do a 20? He's like, oh, I got to film. And I was like, are you in fucking off season or what? And he's like, nah, okay. That triggered something. Yeah, it was yeah. like, you're right. So then I go out, we start our 20. And then I pull off and Dean just doesn't pull off. He just does a, he literally did a 40 minute moto, got faster the entire time. We were all just standing on the side of the track, just fucking tripping. Heading, yeah. heading that jump, that it's, sketchy takeoff every, every lap. Every lap. But then we all, so like you got that energy off me. Yeah. And then we all got the energy From again off that. you, you yeah. know, so you're right. Like it's, just, that's, it's just from you saying that. Because I've got this thing, it's like, tell me I can and I'll try. Tell me I can't and I will. Yeah. And it's that whole <laughs> thing. It's like, I've got like that bit of, if, if you, you say dog yeah <laughs> yeah if you tell me i can't do something in that sense like i would i will bury myself to try and prove you wrong yeah. and that can be in a positive like in a good yeah, way yeah or that can be negative as yeah well. every time someone like would doubt you use that as fuel like use like okay and like and honestly being like accountable in yourself of knowing like when you're not where you should be or not like you like you are your own worst critic mm-hmm. but sometimes like you need to hear your own worst critic sometimes like but sometimes you, you can you can just suck your own dick too well you can be, go, you be get, like so off the mark exactly like <laughs> you, you know, can be your own that's best that's fucking awesome bro I'm doing yeah. real good fuck right. I'm good oh. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think it's a balance of like you can be your own best friend like and be like and treat yourself right but to, to the point where you're like oh shit like am I getting yeah, the right best, return I tell my best friend straight up yeah be straight up yeah like, and yeah, that, that's yeah. part of it though yeah, yeah, it's you, part can't, of it, yeah. you can't just drink your own kool-aid the entire yeah, time 100%. like just guess, the same way you tell your mate like yeah. dude that's super not on like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey yeah, that, yeah. that's the line in the sand you yeah. gotta be that way yeah. with yourself at times how yeah. do you feel quitting that 20 minute moto griff i'm quitting that 20 minute moto did you finish it yeah <laughs> you, were you, didn't fi- you didn't finish the 40 though we'll get yeah, you back yeah, on the 40 did you finish the 20 no, <laughs> do you, do you, do you? you know how I know you didn't finish the twenty? Yeah, because I finished the twenty and I rode past you for like fucking five minutes. Yeah, so fifteen. Didn't finish. But do, the do you find like Amy? I wasn't mad. I was just disappointed. Yeah. I was like, this is me and my boy bonding. We're gonna be in the hurt locker together. <laughs> Next minute, I just see Griff fucking chilling with his helmet on. Bouncing. Off. Was he blue? Yeah, blue on, blue, on the yeah, he's oh, To be fair, he was. He put, he put in every, a few solo laps to start yeah. with. He definitely he burned the flame early. Yeah, yeah. that's hey, that was cool. <laughs> it burned yeah, early. I, was I was like, you get like the medium burn, the low burn, the yeah. I was <laughs> yeah, I was. I was you know, when you say that like putting yourself in the hurt locker yeah. and being around people that want to go in the hurt locker with you. Like I'm so about that right now. Yeah, I love going to a gym and like see someone else suffering. I'm like, all right, let's dive in. Let's do a point. Oh, head dude. first. Let's go head first. Yeah, suffering together, man. So something wholesome about that. It shit. Good. It was when like you, second day we got here. I went to a workout with him and ended up vomiting. Oh. Really? Oh, it was good. Like it was necessary, but yeah, I was. You know when like dying. you're pushing yourself though. Like I got a new um trainer in uh that the Never Quit Gym, Cam yeah. Sheen. So I'm with him, and I was like, I want to suffer. Yeah, it just like, hurt me, bro. I want like I want to like obviously structure, but I want to suffer. Like I'm paying yeah. you to like push me where I don't want to be like don't want to go. First session, 
hard. I'm like, all right, all good, finish. Like head spins, go to the toilet, start vomiting, get up, start vomiting. Get, like every time I'd stand up, just be out of it. And I like push myself that hard. And I'm literally like curled up on the ground, like dying. I was like, this is where I actually want to be though. Yeah, this is where like, you need to This be. is where I need to. And this is like the shit that people don't see is like, you were dying on the ground into it. But honestly, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is exactly like, I know what comes like, well, what the do you pendulum, think wind's doing? The pendulum's yeah. going to swing back, but yeah. it's like getting the most out of yourself and actually pushing it. Like that's, this should be the, the basis of this is pushing yourself to hundred yeah. percent. And whether that be in like racing, podcasting life, if you can push yourself to hundred percent in anything. And I think physically it's just like, really that shows you because it's like, yeah, you, you can t- touch hundred percent in well, that I sense. S- I said to the boys, we, we like had a bit of like a meeting before, you know, flat first day of school kind of thing. Yeah. And like the one thing that I sort of, it was funny cause it was from doing the, the 20 minute moto and on my Garmin, it said like average speed. Yeah. So I was like max speed and average speed. And then I was like, just kind of hit me. I was like, fuck the way you'd get better at doing this moto would be just to up your average speed. Yeah. So like if I just, if it was 45 K, I think it was like 45 K's was my average speed. Imagine doing that in life. But like, that's what exactly yeah. what I related. And I come in and I said to the boys, I was like, all right, my goal for this year is just to lift my average speed. Yeah. Because your average speed yeah, is that's a, a mixture it, of yeah. your lower speed and your yeah. highest and then you you median yeah. you median it out or you mean yeah. it out yeah and then it's like if you've got a zero kilometer an hour but for one lap yeah then that's really gonna hurt yeah. your average speed yeah so it's like to me I, and how i related that back to like work and life i was like i just want to lift up my daily minimum performance yeah like yeah. what's what's my what's my lowest speed that i'm going yeah let's just lift that up by 5k's now yeah. i don't have to i don't have to up the highest speed you, i don't have to break any fucking records i don't have to go faster at any time i just need to mm-hmm. what's my daily minimum now that's giving me yeah. this average speed and yeah. how do i lift my daily minimum by five percent ten percent and yeah. you do that over a that's year good. you know like so that. it's like just you know thinking Build about it in those quickly, yeah. yeah in those in those little ways it's like not dropping the bike to go to zero yeah. you know how do you yeah. not have yeah. a day off or a you know yeah i reckon start your days early as well like one thing we've been doing like 4 a.m oh, you can do it here go. in summer man it's so oh, good so good so good just get yeah i don't know go. about winter and beauty but down when here. I, like, I love when you get to like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock you know, i've lived like two days already yeah, like yeah. i've lived so i've packed yeah. so much in. so hungry by nine yeah like, yeah, you are, yeah <laughs> we're, exactly. we're having two breakfasts every day because yeah. you're, oh, you're just going from 4 30 just you saying sick in breakfast <laughs> 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 i don't sound that kiwi until uh, i say uh, a couple uh, of things yeah, yeah. Uh, i fucking love that sick in breakfast <laughs> nah it's good though yeah but just yeah just i agree on the the early, early just getting up too. and going man like it's it just builds a good routine and like getting in that habit and then i find like if i'm gonna get up early i go to bed early it's like just yeah i don't know you just get a good cycle with it yeah and like i think that's where you get routine like being up here and getting the routine and yeah that was the the fuck the double-edged sort of routine though is you can get so routine oh, that you don't want to break I, it and I, that was me leaving yeah. to the bar yeah yeah I've, no i yeah i figured out that i'm a creature of habit and it's like we like, all are yeah i'm bad yeah. i'm like i can get stuck in and positive and negative right yeah yeah and yeah i had to call myself out on that recently and be like there's a couple of things you should probably just like eh. yeah yeah <laughs> ditch that a little bit a little less consistency with those things yeah well because that's the crazy thing with habits right so like the person you are today 
is a result of all the habits you've lived up yeah. until this point. Good yeah. and bad, indifferent. Good, all bad. Them, like you have habits for everything. Like habits for podcasting. Yeah, you have habits, habits for, for podcasting. Chatting, you have habits for working. Yeah. You have habits for fucking OnlyFans. You yeah. have, have yeah everything. Good habits bad. for working out. Habits for smoking yeah. weed. Habits, habits for yeah. everything yeah. that you've got. You have a habit yeah. that has is well like it's like a habitual kind of behavior it's like whether it's the the right one or the wrong one like the because re- essentially like results are born from habits you should like you should write down on a like a board all the habits you think you have yeah and then you should put like a plus or a minus to them whether they like they actually help you in a good way or a negative way yeah and you should do that with everything you like everything like, okay, I get up and have this for breakfast. I meet this. Like, everything, if you put it your whole life out on paper yep. and just put pluses and minuses next to, like, things, people, events, anything, and you go, yeah. all right, well, that's putting me up, that's putting me up, or more of that. And, like, you'd actually really be able to re-jig yeah. your life to just give you all ups instead of all the downs. Yeah. Because it's like a lot of time you just don't know. You get tunnel vision, hey, good and bad. You get tunnel vision of, like, if it's going wrong, you're kind of like, oh, what's happening? Kind of you just go along with it. Or if it's going good at the same time, but... Or, or you make excuses for like, yeah, but I'm fucking so busy for this. Yeah, so yeah. like I need this time and I need, yeah. Like yeah. it's just all, uh, I can't do that workout. I just, yeah, like, yeah. I, I need to sleep. I need my yeah. energy. I need, you know, you yeah. can fucking do it with, with so, kind of everything. Eh? Yeah. The story. Yeah. You want to tell yourself. It's so easy to give in to your inner bitch. And oh just, yeah. <sighs> nah, not today. That's like, one of the things I like about you is that you're actually a person that will, like you're you're a person that does the things like if you have these crazy ideas like you'll do it like you'll do a you'll do a Wim Hof you'll you'll jump in the ocean you'll do like there's like my my thing is there's been so many times where I like go to the beach and I'm like nah fuck I can't be bothered swimming it's like when do you regret a swim yeah, yeah. Even one if it's thing. a little bit cold or windy or dark or whatever, yeah. like he's the king of that shit. Yeah, it's one yeah. thing I've said to people, like when people have asked me about Dean or like even like talking to my partner about my friendship with Dean is that that's one of the things I value hugely is that, and like you said, it can be dumb shit sometimes too. Yeah. It can be really good ideas or it can be dumb shit. We were sitting there building that track together and he just looks at me and he goes, man, it'd be cool to have like a trail cat. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck it, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then two days later, I see a Snapchat and he's got a cat. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. And he yeah. just, he doesn't muck around, whether it's like a serious thing or a, yeah. or a funny idea. It's just like, he doesn't really speak it, or at least he doesn't say shit to me that he doesn't intend on following through with or trying to follow through with. Yeah. It's the trying thing that is the important part yeah. that I kind of value. Because it's a very good, it's a sick example. And it's a good reminder for me too because he says it, he does it, and I'm like, I should do the things I say. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's like the internal stuff you say. It's not even the yeah. stuff that you say out loud, you know. It's no, like, well, I internalize, like, every time I say I'm going to do something, like, I've put, like, lots and like lots weight of, on it. Lots and lots of thought into this. Like, whenever I say I'm going to do something, it's like the, the decision's already made. Yeah. I'm not asking you for permission. I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. Yeah, And yeah. then when it kind of probably seems abrupt because the next day I'll have a cat or I'll be doing this. But you've thought about it for... It's, it's yeah. been there for a long time. Yeah. And it's like really thought out. But if I ever say I'm going to do something, like I'm going to die trying to do that thing. And there's a... I want to actually talk about it in here because I know this will... I'm like, I already said it to people, so I'm going to do it. But like next year, I want to ride from the bottom of Hobart to the top of Cape York on a yeah. road bike. And I want to do it to like aware... Like for awareness in like mental health and like youth. And like along the way... Like Sam's gonna like come along, film it, do podcasts talking like people like yourself, people about mental health, like in in youth and everyone, like everyone, and just like the whole like this thing of like started from the bottom, now you're here. And yeah, it's like the whole yeah. like bottom of Australia, bottom, and like now you get to the top. And it's like we all can be in this dark place, but like you can come out of it. And I guess that's probably like a massive message from like 
the first podcast we did and the reaction that got and like seeing that fulfillment and it's like I want to then put back into that and go like and to do this man just to go on like that to me just seems like a fucking exciting adventure that's a journey it's yeah. just a journey yeah. man like there's, it's gonna be pain it's gonna be overcoming there's gonna be art. like I look at like Ned Brockman kind of like seeing that kind of lit like a bit of a spark under my ass like I knew I wanted to do it but also like didn't really have the concept of how I wanted to do it and now it's like okay 100% let's put in proper media proper everything and do it properly but I like that idea of that to me like just sounds so exciting and so like uplifting and like it's just, like it's this positive thing and the struggle that will come out of that and the stories mm. and the emotion and everything like I'm so ready to like be just in that like I like and like even to the point where I said like I'm vomiting around the toilet and like I'm pushing myself to that limit it's like let's how far can we do that in everything mm. and I think that's going to be like an ultimate test because it's like it's going to put you out there by yourself alone cold hurting broken all that shit and then like the polar opposite the pendulum swing back mm. out of that and then what like the uplifting message of like doing it and like imagine imagine talking to people and like have been uplifted from like a story like that and then you because I want to relate to people on like because obviously with you that you get put to a certain point with podcasting that I think it's like you have your niche and your people um, and you've got to say to like a certain level where when I do it I want to talk to like kind of everyday kind of people more or less on the journey up and like really just trying like kind of I don't know be relatable yeah. in a sense of like talking to people with like mental health and youth and like obviously dealing with that knowing like I don't know be able to connect with that and then pushing that like as a positive message I think would be yeah for me anyway like that's where I feel like I get so much fulfillment and then to put that into like a massive like life achievement of writing from like one end yeah, of Australia dude, to the next yeah what, when are you thinking of doing it hopefully well I've got to literally get some stuff in order but I reckon like end of this year oh yeah I'll 100% do it like maybe like end of October or something that'd be so sick how long you reckon it take you three weeks I reckon oh yeah three like if Ned Brockman ran across in 46 days or something yeah and he's uh, averaging way less running yeah so if I'm like and but I don't know if I want to rush it either or like because I want I'd probably stop here do a podcast with you yeah I want to stop in like Hobart do a podcast with someone talk about mental health in Hobart like just like just like bring awareness and then try and raise money through that awareness of like mental health in like kids especially in like remote places like literally like me because mm. I went through that and this is this was a crazy thing I um I found like writing was like the cure to like obviously the mm. depression and all that and this was a cool thing because it was like obviously that came from isolation and all that and then with the whole when like a cure becomes the, like the cause kind of thing and it was with like writing I found that kind of pulled me out of it mm. and then once you get really good at something then the isolation switches from like okay you're isolated before you find a thing and then you're really good at it and then you get put to this point where then you're isolated again in this other sense it's like th how the transition between so it was funny when I was like the, the cure became the cause mm. and then that was a big I guess determining factor was like why I did come up here and like got this community of people around me but it was yeah yeah sorry I mean, a bit no, of a, no, no, bit no, of a yeah, tangent yeah, there yeah. but like a loop back around yeah it was like the whole point of yeah coming up here was like being and it'd be like connection of like group of friends and people around yeah no it's dude it's been sick having you up here yeah it's been fucking fun the it's last lame the last... losing him yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's honestly dude that made me feel so good like I when I was like went home to Bright and I generally like say like I'm not gonna be here and seeing people like generally sad that I'm not gonna be there yeah it's like fuck that feels good man it's like i always <laughs> yeah. think about like yeah, when you're I, welcome yeah like, like when i die like when i'm dead like I, i'm literally i'm gonna put this on here because i want it to happen but there's a place um called the horn in it's mount buffalo 
earliest childhood memory was running through these like stones up on this like it's this national park in victoria beautiful place like go there all the time live right near it in bright anyway i go up there all the time but my very first memory as a child was running through these rocks it's like my first memory is just there and i've said whenever i die i'm getting cremated and you gotta take my ashes up there and there's a big like chalet lodge like whatever money i've got in my bank is going towards having like the putting on the biggest party there like bands everyone's dressing up like turn into a retreat like it's a two-day thing all the money i've got and like put that into that and you've just got to go celebrate my life and spread my ashes on the rocks and like that's and just to have that many people like and like i don't know i i want i want to build something that's like people will be like super sad when i'm not there yeah by just being a good uplifting wholesome person i think you're on the way i'm trying to be you're doing good <laughs> i'm trying to be yeah. be like hunter s thompson style when he had his funeral did you ever see that no yeah you know hunter s thompson is? i know i know the guy but yeah, i don't know about the so funeral. he's like crazy author dude anyway yeah. he um he like pretty much just planned out his whole death he had this huge ranch in in aspen in colorado yeah. he built like go to type in like hunter s thompson funeral yes, but i was thinking about this like why don't i just have this as a party anyway like why don't I have like my my 40th or something i'm just like, do your funeral do the funeral yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah, hard yeah. to just, i'm dying but now the only too. thing is it's like people could come to like weddings or funerals so go it's like you need a big click into this there's like a documentary of like the yeah so this is his uh no nah, don't play the sound keep like scoot through it scoot is this is him he's like he's talking about oh, i'm gonna build a cannon over here and it's gonna shoot out my ashes at this time oh really so like oh like, yeah dude, no look, I've, he's I've, like I've fucking drawing I've, I've seen this keep going forward go forward yeah look he's like that's the rocket that's gonna shoot did this out actually ashes. Did this actually happen yeah fucking oath how did he die uh Oh, so he's planning this, and then he's died, and then they've obviously done it. How did he die, real quick? Can you just? I, I they just got to fist their killed sh- himself. Oh, that's not a happy ending. How did Hunter S. Thompson die? Because if he planned his just shoot, type death. Hunter S. Thompson death. I feel like that's not if he actually. No, he looks old there. Thompson died from uh, self-inflicted years. <laughs> of cocaine abuse contributed to go to go to into that wiki yeah but he didn't like me oh wait him. Hunter S. Thompson killed himself during a phone call go into this second one oh, so Seattle this, Times go yeah, down, this, one, this, down got, one. this has gotten kind of sad now oh, he bet he was always going to do it I think he just planned it he was just a guy that I don't think he wanted to get old you know well, it was like watching that video before hey the widow of journalist Hunter S. Thompson said her husband killed himself while signing up for a brief day <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I thought you didn't get paid for ads or all this yeah, I need an ad blocker. Um, said her husband killed himself while the two were talking on the phone. I was on the phone with him. He sat the receiver down and he did it. I heard the clicking of the gun. Anita really? Thompson told the Aspen Daily News in yesterday's edition. She said her husband had asked her to come home from a health club so they could work on his ESPN column. But instead of saying goodbye, he set the telephone down and shot himself. Thompson said... Uh, she heard a loud muffled noise but didn't know what happened I was waiting for him to get back on the phone she said scroll down oh imagine that how gnarly is that Hunter S. Thompson famous for fear and loathing in Las Vegas um, shot himself in the head Sunday in the kitchen of his Aspen area home he was 67 his son and daughter uh, his suicidal talk put a strain on their relationship surprisingly 
He wanted to leave on top of his game, she said. I wish I could have been more supportive of his decision. It was a problem for us. Yeah, no so, yeah, shit. He was fully... That's just, heavy. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'm out. Like, there's a certain point where I'm just not doing this. This is anymore. as good as it gets. No. Yeah. Uh, we're done. How gnarly is that? So, he, anyway, he planned his whole funeral. Go back to that YouTube clip. I thought he killed himself. I just didn't want to, like, misquote that. I just want to have a big party. Yeah, look at this But shit. I just want to, like... I want to have, like... Detailed instructions for Johnny his... Johnny Depp. Everybody yeah, yeah. there. Wow. Mental. Now go to this. When was this? This is old as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it was in like the nineties. Imagine that, man. You're so fucking committed to your art at that point. If you just like, I want to. I'm so tied to this identity of being. Hunter yeah, but I would love that. to like have a like bitch ass funeral. Like oh, bring yeah. lots of good people together. Like imagine actually celebrating someone's life. Like that's what you're supposed to do at birthdays. But birthdays, like, yeah, who cares? But like funerals, are like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah, like this yeah, person's yeah. like when as soon as they're not there. Yeah, it's like the whole like appreciating something later, but appreciating it now. Mm. Like, we always appreciate artists when they're gone. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, everyone blows up a bit more when they're dead, and yeah, yeah. everyone kind of puts well, that's a bit the whole thing. It's like how, how you want to be like if you want to be really really famous it's like you do a heap of cool shit but then like dying's like the kind of like mel, mel- uh, can't talk at the moment the uh the cherry on the top kind of thing but the, well it's like yeah it's like like jfk someone like that like they're yeah. gonna be the infamous like president but like it's tied into that yeah yeah the death becomes like the, the, the yeah the it's part of the part like, of like, the story yeah and that, yeah. yeah even like elvis stuff like that like that's yeah yeah well i think like uh they i mean like recently you think about I always think about like XX Tentacion when he died. Like that was a guy. Do you, you know nah, like X the the rapper? He was like the young kid. I don't know. Oh man! So this <laughs> Gr- Griff knows. Griff knows. So, so, this, so this kid XXX yeah. Tentacion. He uh, play. Go to Spotify. Just play like his best song real quick. Just we'll cut it out of the YouTube video. <laughs> you just want to hit us with some. But you'll know it. Like, but anyway, he, he died. He died. He, it was like Mac Miller, like Mac Miller. Just, same, yeah, yeah, same, same shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's just like, so what's his top song? It's kind of sad, like, with the whole Mac Miller thing, it's like so much of his, like, music is, like, it's like he's... Dude, he's prophesizing his own death. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could see where it was going, yeah. Dude, what was the, what was the gnarly... Was it Faces? That, yeah. Dude, it was fucking Fuck. hectic, yeah. man. Like, to listen... Dude, I've I've teared like he's one of my he's favorite, got some good strong artists. words yeah but that was like I'd like teared up listening to that album even yeah. when he was still alive it's just like bro it doesn't have to be like this yeah you know? it's like, so heavy you really don't have to and especially die. where he came from as well like all his music was so happy and uplifting like I'm I'm like I mean like high school kid coming up yeah and like how it would have all seemed so insanely sick back then it would yeah. have been it, it would have been, been. you're been, the man yeah. yeah Mac Miller you are the man yeah. you so are how, the man how long can you be the man for oh man before it just, you burn quick just demons your, your flame mean, you know? yeah. the flame would burn so quick yeah well I just think fuck, you just can't do drugs like that demons nah. and fentanyl baby yeah yeah yeah, yeah I just, well and the shitty thing is too is that I mean that's where you kind of like you need, I feel like you need good people around you as you well. You do, where like, people. Like, I just don't know, I guess accidents happen, but I just don't know that I could die of, like, a drug overdose if I was around, like, my brother good people, and Maddie yeah, and, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like to, get, to get to that point. And, like, we've yeah. we been around each other doing drugs. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not like it's a fucking... It, but you just... You've got people that have got your back yeah. to be like, hey, bro, like, no, you can't do that. Like, yeah. that's yeah. that's too much. Or we get, shouldn't, you, you don't get, do yes, pills that yeah. are fans given to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's, let's, you've got millions of dollars. Let's buy some good drugs. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. You just become yes men. Like, yeah. everyone's just going to want to stay in, like, that circle. That would be where so much of the weird psychological shit comes in, too, is just, like, not knowing 
who you're like who's real, real yeah are. at what point it's so hard because even i think a lot of people that take the money away probably would be your real friends but yeah. then with the money like it corrupts like their narrative of what they can get from, get from you, you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah or you get these people i i see this a lot with athlete friends of mine and the the higher up you go with the athletes like 20 30 40 million dollars a yeah. year right they're living in a crazy reality of being able to go wherever they want, do wherever, like obviously within limits of yeah. you know, seasons yeah. and stuff like Dude, that. But it's ba- like they're babies. Well, but you could you could pay for to have people around, and you could pay, but yeah. but they're like, oh, sorry, bro, I just can't get holidays. So your best mate that you grew up with, he's at home. He's got three kids. He's got to yeah. work. Like, oh yeah. yeah, I could come to this race. I could come to this event. I could like singers. I could come to this. I could come on yeah. tour with you. No man, I got a fucking job, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. and then you can't be, even though you know you got the money. It's like you can't just pay for your friend's lifestyle no. to travel no. around the world for you. So no. then, who do you end up traveling around with? Just the people that you employ, yeah. and then that's where shit starts to get weird. To, weird to what yeah. you said, you know, yeah. and it's like I'm sure Mac Miller probably had like a ton of legit friends. Yeah, but how many of those legit friends? spend time with them well and they like they had a wife or they had a fucking kid or they had yeah. a job or they had their own thing going on away, and, yeah. and then you just end up living in like this crazy fucking weird place where you've got all this money yeah and you're just spending it on people that work with you and you're around people that Dude, and then you can't you know someone says like hey bro you like you definitely shouldn't do those fucking drugs They're like fuck, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. you what go get me drugs yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean so yeah it's just it'd be a, that fame thing man like I fuck fame like mm. it's and and do you also find that like obviously the more well known you get it's like you almost you kind of I don't know it's a weird thing cause I like, feel like I know what you're saying you know what I'm yeah. saying it's like you, obviously the, your whole job is to be like pr- get bigger but you're also like I don't want to get bigger like I like being kind of recognised in random little parts of different like my yeah. world yeah. but like outside of that like I would hate to walk down the street and people are like oh my god like like, yeah, like that proper fame, like fame. Proper fame. fame. Yeah, that, Joe, yeah. At that point, you're in your own uh, prison. You're yeah. in a prison. Yeah, you can't. You just like, be. Well, that's a, yeah. that's like the weird thing of, about fame. Like me and me and Dr were talking about this actually after yeah. F1, and it was like, I think that there's there's people that like want to get famous, but if you do get any sort of fame to like, there's a certain level where like you can see it and you go oh that's actually a trap like yeah you could get to a level catch yourself yeah you yeah. get to a level where that fame then becomes a prison yeah. so it's just like to want that you'd, you'd actually you'd have to be a kind of a twisted person yeah to want it in the first yeah. place and a lot of people that end up getting really famous get famous not because they want to be famous they get famous because they were like insanely good at the thing that yeah. they did right Obsessed with yeah. so like tiger woods just yeah. passion mike yeah. tyson yeah you know like there's people that they're so fucking good at their thing that they like end up insanely famous look at the people that want to get famous logan paul yeah yeah andrew tate yeah there's so like if you just want to get famous the yeah. thing that you have to do to get there is like so weird and sick and twisted that yeah. it's like you, you actually can't arrive at a good or like the place where you thought you'd be like yeah. this or, whole, or even as a forcing it, yeah, as a person it. anymore like what would you have to give up of yourself to yeah and to the go pro- down that route the problem is i think and in, in the in like the world of if you're famous in any sense is like 
if you've got a thing that you're doing that makes you famous, then you don't have to worry about people in a sense. Like you just do your thing. People are just, yeah, famous. But but if you're worried about, so like I look at Andrew Tate or I look at like a Logan Paul, like you're constantly, it's like a game of tennis between like you and the people that have a perceived like this perceived value of fame for you. Yeah. So then like you're constantly hitting this ball back to them and then they're hitting it back to you. So you're in like this feedback loop and yeah. like you might be getting more people that know about you the whole time, but you're in like this weird feedback fame, loop and you end up like, like yeah. chasing. Yeah. You, because the way that you get more fame, dude, there's, there's ways. It's such a weird feeling to like, just want to be looked at by people. It's fucking it's like, bizarre. It's like, and we all bro. do it. Like that's the whole Instagram, TikTok, everything. It's like, look at me. Yeah. I, I struggle with it. I struggle. I struggle. With, I, I just. I just. I feel like I'm quite far from obviously the other. Like a yeah. There's, yeah. there's yeah. ends of that spectrum of people that their face never shows up on their page, and then the people where their face is every single yeah. square. Dude, it's, it's yeah. like the same photo almost, and it's yep. it's no, such a weird like. How does one end up here? Yeah. Like right at that point where that seems like a genuine good idea. Like I want to upload the same photo of my ass or my face. Like I not even like. Agree. Yeah. Like it's, in, I, I just really struggle to, to kind of relate to it. And yeah. then, and then you're stuck in a position where you have to like then judge it. Like, yeah. okay, so why did this not do as good as the last time I update, yeah. uploaded a similar pic? Yeah. Was yeah. it the clothes I was wearing? Yeah. Was it the song that I picked to yeah. play in the background of the reel? Did I not post it at the right? So like, where's you in that? Like, where are you in that? You get and lost where, in like, it. is yeah. there any, is there like, uh, it's like a digital copy of yourself. Like you're trying to to post this like digital version of of you and then if it hits then you copy why it did good and, and it yeah, yeah, fails yeah, yeah. then it you just like re- change you yeah. you change the you re- that re- you re- post re- you re- re-upload you, re- yeah. you know yeah, it just reinforces and it's just what, that weird feedback thi- yeah exactly what you think people want to see because you get likes or, or responses or comments like yeah and it just it just seems to be warping people oh, like bro. and like you catch yourself like yeah. i you know I, sometimes i read a comment and it might actually make me feel some sort of emotion i'm like i don't need to yeah like i don't need to read that even if it's a comment on something else like yeah. that's nothing to do with me and you can let it go but then like these people stuck in that feedback loop can oh, they bro. let it go living for it man like can yeah. they could you like do i think i think about this like the best example of this is andrew tate hit me you just want some clickbait here as well nah, <laughs> nah we can grab no, that bro like he this is well, it's just a like, like what, monopoly of attention right like dude, he's just you look at the very the versions of this guy yeah like you can see for you go back like he just, he just puts on whatever he wants to like get the eyes mate on whatever fucking hat he's got to wear yeah. like go uh, go to the, Trump did go to no jumper Instagram for me real quick is it kind of like what Trump Trump is just like just say what you think people want to hear and then like that will keep you famous in that sense dude of like, not even it's just like be change your whole who you are your identity to yeah. what you think will hit right now so yeah. go yeah no we might have to scroll down a little bit um scroll down scroll down fuck they post so much shit it's insane <laughs> keep going keep going there's a video why does Netflix keep like glorifying serial killers I don't understand dude I don't there's understand. a weird thing about this I don't know about the serial killer thing I think it's because we've all got a bit of a killer inside of us but it, we hold it back and then we want to be fascinated by keep going have you um, that thing that was it two perfect or three perfect strangers 
Have I talked to you about that? No. Nah. It's like these these three twins are separated at birth and like put into like an experiment to like see how they would like. Ah, uh, yeah. They literally yeah, get yeah, put yeah, out yeah, in like yeah. a rich family, a poor family. You need a piss? Yeah. Just go. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're good. They get they get put in three different um families. Yeah. And yeah, they just yeah. get like tracked over their entire life. Yeah. And in it, they're like the study. Go up, sorry. Go up, go up. The study's not going to come out until like that one. Wait till wait till Sam's back, and we'll we'll put it go to the next slide when Sam gets back. So yeah, so the, I think the study is going to be released in like twenty sixty four. Yeah, right. And like one of the one of the people in it, like I highly recommend you watch this. But like the whole thing is they track them as kids and go through mm-hmm. and like meet up, and then they like kind of make it's a fucking weird experiment, man. But like literally, these people are watching them like the whole time. And they're watching these three brothers and they meet up and it's a happy story and then it gets sad and it just shows like kind of nectar, nurture over nectar. No, no. Na- nature, nature over nurture, nurture sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it shows that and like the the process of like one in like a rich family was actually really depressed because the parents weren't there. Yeah. One in a poor family was actually really positive and like all this. Yeah. And it goes through and then the, the thing that tripped me out is that like they're getting interviewed for Netflix. So there's cameramen around and they're like kind of talking to the cameras and they're like, why haven't they released the studies yet? And I was like, you're still in the experiment. Yeah, yeah. You're just on Netflix now. Now yeah. that you know that you're on the experiment, doesn't take you out of it. Yeah, yeah. And true that's way. the thing they didn't like. They're talking to this camera like they because because they know they, now they're talking about like it's over. It's over. I'm like, you're in it, and that's yeah, the it's thing. Just getting started, baby. Well, that's the thing. You're always in it. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like just because you know you are it doesn't change that factor. But and it's like the psychology of that thinking that's like you're best because you know the experiment's going on doesn't mean you're out of the experiment that's so true and it was a, when I realised that when I was watching I was like because they like the guy's saying like why won't they release the results like he's like it's it's fucked up really it, it's yeah. on Netflix what's it's it called Netflix. three can we search it three perfect, search it on a new tab uh, three perfect strangers I'm pretty sure you've told me about it before oh watch it man it's like the, the, that bit is what got to me hey yeah it's just, three identical strangers is a 2018 documentary film directed by Tim Wardle about the lives of Edward Gallen, David Kelman, and Robert Shafran, a set of identical triplet brothers adopted as infants by separate families. That does sound interesting as far. But they're like fully, they took him off this like single mom and like spread them out and then just followed them and just asked them questions at school. Like it was, thought it was all normal. And then they found each other like randomly, but like, yeah, how random. How random. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Full Truman Show. Uh, yeah, vibes. literally full Truman Show. But yeah, just the the thing at the end where he's just like, "Why won't they tell us?" I'm like, "You're in the experiment. Yeah, you're still in it." Just because you know Netflix is filming. So you, when do you reckon it's going to come out? It's like 2064 or something. Fuck. And it's like what? Yeah, it's just going to keep going. It's like the dolls. It's just like what's the yeah. yeah yeah. It makes you kind of like question the reality of like what you think is real and what you think isn't. Mm. But that's when it's like very shifted in a certain direction of like because what what at that point what's real if you've like your whole life you've been raised in this way of like yeah we've put you in this and then we've watched you yeah but that comes back to everyone's always watching us yeah 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 like there's always like a million everything's analysed everything's watched yeah and the whole idea I guess that's the whole idea of like God and why people are do good yeah the whole yeah. idea of this shit though which I don't get it's like you be good so then after you die you go somewhere good I'm like wouldn't that's you, the bit that tripped me up wouldn't when just I was be, wouldn't a just young be, boy but wouldn't you just be good for now like yeah. I don't get this like why do I have to be good for I get something later I'm like wouldn't I just want to be good for now and like what I get out of that yeah like, no, that's whole, hedonism like, brother I don't, get, I don't get the whole idea I was like heaven I was like that's the like, devil son what did I come back to where yeah. are we now uh, Dean Dean yeah. Yeah, yeah. wait so go back to that uh, no jumper <laughs> so go across watch this play this 
<laughs> this is Andrew Tate rapping. How old is this? A long time ago. Alright, so it's like, who the fuck is this guy? Are you a are you a world champion kick... Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's that thing. Are you a world champion kickboxer? Are you a fucking rapper? Yeah. Are you Hustlers University? Yeah. Are you the fucking one that's been busted out of the matrix? Like, yeah. fucking guy are you? Like, no, who, you know what I mean? He's are talked you, about, though. He's made it work. But that's what I mean. You yeah, can but man- at what cost? Exactly. Oh, yeah, you can manu- yeah. You could manufacture fame. Yeah. So yeah. fucking easy, but it is interesting. The and it's, fuck being well, it's like Liver King, same thing. Same, Manu- manufactured yeah. with a plan, bro. Took exact- him a year. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you think that with the resources that I've got now, like I couldn't do some fucking shit like that. Yeah. If you just completely changed, switched That's it up, and like, just drilled it. Yeah. yeah. Easy, yeah. bro. We've got all the processes. We got all the fucking equipment. I got yeah. access to all the people. I could say all the fucking things. We could put it all on. Like, yeah. easy, bro. Yeah. I know every. I love living in his comments now. Oh, out oh, of control. It's so I funny. I can't believe the people... Sorry, cut you off. No, no, Fuck. The people that are just like, we'll just defend this cunt to like... Oh, I just find it funny being... To the ru- nth ru- degree. But, but just ruthless both ways. Like, I just don't... Like, I just find it funny just watching sitting back and seeing like, like how much people get invested. Yeah. And you know Paddy the Batty? Yeah. I'll go in his comment section now because he lost that fight. Dude. And just like, I just go oh, to the comments oh, and it's like... Crazy I love when, from Grace. I love when... Yeah, because he just... So he, fast. Yeah. Like Hectic, he, bro. But he, he, didn't, he didn't acknowledge any... Like he just... Nah, you see the interview with Rogan? He didn't take Rogan? that the right no way. Accountability. Nah, yeah. the interview with Rogan where he's like trying to be funny and Rogan's just like... Man, I got... Yeah, I'm, bow, I'm, bow. I'm, yeah that's, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Ro- Rogan's like almost bigger than the UFC. So it's like, you just like, why fucking... Why, yeah, why, 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 yeah, why him? Yeah. Like he's literally the guy that has given the sport pretty yeah. much what it is. He fucked know? it. He really fucked that up. Because if he even just said like, I don't think I won that, like let's run it back. Like, yeah. yeah instant but to, respect. To have Rogan go, oh, that was close. Like, no, it wasn't. It's like, yeah, oh. no, yeah, we should run it back. Let's go. Like, he's yeah. like, hey, Patty. He's yeah. watched more fights than you. Yeah. <laughs> but how's that, that dude drinking your own Kool-Aid, having yes people yeah, around yeah, you, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just believe your own hype. You yeah. believe, yeah. yeah. The thing that Andrew Tate obviously figured out though, and I think that this is, this is probably, I think this is why people want to be famous, is you're actually better off to be famous than rich, in my Ooh, opinion. Nah. Ooh, nah. Mate, I can tell you. You'd rather be famous than be rich. Rich people, you cannot buy the kind of... When you're so famous, though, like, I'd rather have a lot of good friends. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, <laughs> like, 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 like... But in terms of... Be rich in, like, people, not money. Is yeah, that- yeah, but I th- I'm, I'm, how would I frame it? Like, more of what's more powerful is fame. Yeah, I think, reach. I think, yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think fame, like, you could... Like, yeah, give me a microphone on a desert island and a, another person sitting across will give me a million dollars. It's like... Well, I think it's like... So, I mean, there was a time, like, I was in New York... And we were on a boat and we were watching the like President's Cup, like the golf, yeah. right? And there was some like super rich dudes on that boat. Yeah. And uh, it was like a little bit sad in a way, but and like, dude, the podcast had barely, like barely started. It was like practically fucking yeah. nobody, right? But there's like super rich guys sitting on the boat that paid for everything. They were like, they were the fucking, you know, they were there to try and be the, the boys. Yeah. And like, just no one cared. Yeah. They were oh. rich they were fucking funding a bunch Shouting of shit. Shouting everybody. And then, yeah, and yeah. then no, like, the chicks, they didn't want to talk to them. They want to yeah. talk to me. 
Yeah. It was weird. And it was like, it was because I was doing some, like I had some kind of story they were like, oh, where are you from? Oh, so wait, so what'd you move here for? What do yeah, you do for a living? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you got this? Wow, that's... Yeah. So there was like, there's some kind of like, there was some form like, of like status there. Money, money's one dimensional, right? Yeah, like yeah, money's just yeah. money, like... And these rich dudes just sat there with like literally just looking at like the conversation yeah. that we were it's having. It's so and determined how you got that money as well. Like if you're a trust fund kid or like you're actually someone that worked your yeah. ass off to get Well, there. and then what that money did to you too. But people, yeah. people don't care... So, like, people wouldn't have asked how much, like, money I had in my bank account because mm. they didn't really give a fuck. Yeah. Should you ever give a fuck? No, not like, really. Like, I never want to meet someone and be like, because I, like, I, I would hate to change how I was to someone because of how much I thought they were worth. Oh, you, no. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel like just respect, every, like, respect everyone like, at, at this, like, base level. Well, and then the, the other thing at play there, too, is that paradoxically, if you didn't give a fuck about a super high net worth person's money they would be able to tell because people are trying to get their money all day, every day. Yeah, so you get yeah. so used to seeing those people that when you meet someone that yeah. doesn't actually, then they're the people that they kind of like want to be around. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's interesting. And like, I think that when you look at a guy like Andrew Tate, he like had money. He was now like looking into, you know, the background and all the webcams and the sex yeah. trafficking and all the yeah. stuff that he, like, so he made a bunch of money doing some illegal shit allegedly. And then he's realized oh, I'm rich, but no one gives a fuck about me. Like, yeah. no one cares. And the thing about money is there's, like, always a bigger fish. Like, there's yeah. always a guy that's worth yeah. more money. You could always make more money. Yeah. So, like, money's great, but I think that this, like, status is what people are after. Yeah. And, like, people are drawn to status. It's like, that monkey like, shit. They, yeah, oh, you want to be, you know, be known as the, yeah. the primetime guy, yeah, and, and number you can, one. And there's, there's experiences, too, that, I think that comes back to being like rich in people, not money. Like the, yeah. the basis of it all. Though. Yeah. But like I say the idea of like fame because I feel like fame's like, you know, it's like a leader like is with you and like it's someone like this. It's almost like there's a separation between it. Yeah. You know, and like you want to be famous, but you also want to be like in that community of who thinks you're famous, kind of thing. Well, that so yeah, that's kind of like you'll be connected to it. That's the weird thing. Like I would say that's if there's any level of like notoriety that I have, it's it's so like I could. I talk to this. To, I talk about this with like Sammy all the time. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I could be famous every day. Like every day in my life, I could like be a famous person. I could go to certain places. Yeah, me. I yeah. could go to events. True, I could yeah. spend my whole. If I spent my whole yeah. life flying to supercrosses every weekend, flying here, flying there. Everybody could, you know. Yeah. yeah. I could yeah. literally, and then so like, but this is what this. That's is what. That's what this I mean. is what. Pe this yeah. is how people manufacture it, right? Yeah. So instead of just staying in Burley going to the same fucking coffee shop, going to the same gym, going to the, your mate's private track and not doing that, right? Mm. You're not being that guy. Or yeah. the, the, the inverse of that is you go like, fuck, all right, let's really lean in because fame begets fame. Like the yeah. more famous you get, the more famous you get. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then it's like, oh, I'm going to go to every single Supercross. I'm going to walk the fucking turn. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, walk yeah. the turnstile. I'm going to fucking See, shake I, people's hands. I'm going to take photos. I'm going to fucking... Own it, You yeah. could do it 24 hours a day. And it's yeah. like, it was funny. In in Dubai, I, I knew that uh, there was a, like a club day on. Yeah. And I was like pretty... It was like it was actually funny to watch like how like my own mind in that... Or the reaction to you? Well, because I, I was I was pretty low like there by myself for a week. I didn't really know anyone. Like I didn't yeah. know any good food. I was fucking just so yeah. out of my element. Like yeah. I was very lonely. I was like doubting my decisions. Yeah. And then there was a club day on Saturday. 
and like there was this part in my head i was like oh at least on saturday like you'll go there and like people will just fucking think you're the man and yeah it'll like lift you up a bit and is that what happened it did yeah. yeah like you go there and it and it did like so when you know the like i don't know whether that's a, like a good or a bad thing no, I, I, wanted, I wanted a, to go to that race as a, i think it's i wanted a, to go a pick there you anyway. up. it's a pick you up man you get energy from people like i always love that i can put out stuff like i'm going to race in beauty in a couple of weeks and I hope when people see me, they're excited to see yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, I'm excited to see them. I'm excited yeah, to be yeah. here. Like, I started off racing there as a kid. So it's like, but that energy, like, it should be something. Like, but, I think you, but you could live having in the that. Awareness. You could yeah. live in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's like, in that I love when people meet me and have no connection to, like, cycling or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And, like, you meet me for me. I'm like, okay, you like me as a person. Yeah. Because sometimes when you meet people that like you for the thing, yeah. and then they don't actually know you, I'm like, do you actually like Dean or do you like the mountain bike? Or do you like, this is the other the thing. idea of that. Well, what people like, and this is how I think the whole, like, status thing works, is people like that they were in a position to meet you and then get a photo with you and then they post the photo with you of you and then it then makes that like there's Gives some sort of like rub, rub yeah there's yeah, some sort of like yeah. status rub that, yeah. that you kind of get yeah. you know and people have talked it like logics mentioned it in songs and it's like yeah. i don't want to like why don't we just chat like yeah. i think it's like i could never have imagined meeting my favorite rapper that way yeah like just yeah. chatting instead of getting a photo for the gram yeah but every like the common thing would be to go oh famous person i admire well yeah. and and you know there's a there's definitely it's like, it's a, like people would always ask me like kids and stuff like can you follow me yeah and like yeah. on instagram I'm like but but why and they're like I I, you, yeah. no but i'd yeah, ask them i was like but like why do you actually want me to follow you? and they would never know like they would always be like oh actually I don't, I, I don't know. Like, okay, figure that out. And then maybe when you ask someone a question like that, be like, oh, because like I put out uplifting stuff, you might like, I'm yeah. like this. Like, but kids always be like, follow me because it's a status thing. Yeah, clout. Dean Lucas follows me, whatever. Yeah. Or oh, this person follows me, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, you can definitely, you can, once you've got like a kernel of fame, like once you've got like some little bit of notoriety, yeah. then you could just live, live in, in that, that yeah. place constantly there's no growth would, in there oh you'd get more famous well in that if you were, <laughs> but if you're con- like, you get a- comfortable man you get comfortable in that well it's just it's hollow at the end of the day because it's like you're it's, yeah there's it's, no substance to yeah, it yeah it's it's a thing yeah. again it's like it comes back to that it's like when you're in Dubai and you're putting yourself out there and you're in that situation of like shit I'm by myself this is like and obviously you can have that hit of going to the track and that gets you back up but then you've still got to go back well you're still you yeah (laughs) still you when you when you leave you know but it's like the it's like what we talked about before with motivation so it's like whatever is external to you you've then got to internalize it yeah so it's like how much fame have you got like going to Melbourne Supercross like it was fucking crazy with all the people and that like it was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had right but it's like I was super grateful and it was like a, that was like a, actually a cool experience to like have that that weekend because i remember like, when i first met you you're always kind of like how people perceive you because i think you kind of came into like the fame thing in that sense of like behind the camera to in front of the camera well i'd seen so many famous people yeah you'd be so i already kind of know i already kind of knew like i already kind of saw the shit side of being yeah famous no, no, yeah and like the ways that people 
went about things that like I actually never even thought that it'd be something that I'd I'd never thought I'd do anything that would like get me that level of recognition yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but I, I was always yeah. interested in it yeah like I was always really interested in well it's in fucking how interesting people, how people get famous and then deal with the fame yeah I think it's the most interesting yeah. thing yeah. to be honest so you look at stuff like even like uh, these are like big examples like Conor McGregor stuff like that like the pro especially because his life gets documented yeah, yeah. and so I think like Harry Bing says like another level another devil yeah and it's like okay you get better at this and then something else comes up like, you get better like something else comes up yeah so it's like that's forever changing isn't it it's like well i i think that they're one of them well at least to me like this could be weird but i love to see a person that's like made it yeah they got everything they fucking did it and you know they put in for it and guess what they don't give a fuck they're so humble they're so they know exactly what it is and it's like ricardo is like that you hang around him he don't give a fuck like at all everything positive energy man and he's just full he knows you know he knows who he is and like there's zero ego about him at all like you could check him all day long like if he was doing some fucked up shit you know so like winners keep winning hey like they're just like you run on that energy of just like yeah nothing's phasing and it's just not not drinking your own kool-aid and like dude milsey jack same fucking dude like there is he's actually the most extreme version of a person that has made it and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, you yeah. could take his MotoGP career from him tomorrow, mate. Same guy. Happy yeah. as a pig in shit. Yeah. He would be, he'd be like, righto, I got my tractors, I got my farm, I got a shed full of bikes, I got enough parts to ride till I'm 53. We'll fucking worry about a parts list yeah. in 2028 or 25, whatever, you know? And like, well, he you- would just be so happy doing that. The fame means nothing. Like, when when you've got to a level that you can fully see through it, I, I think that's like probably one of the coolest things you can be as a person. Once you've gone in for that. Once you've got it and, and then, then realized you don't need it. It's, kind of, it's yeah. like the ultimate, like putting the ultimate pressure on conquering your ego. With that it, fame. That's exactly what it so is. It's like, yeah. cause con- trying to get control of your own ego and awareness of it is like yeah, really important battle. I think for anybody. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just going to improve your life and make you a better person and just less of a prick to be around. Yeah, man so like those people are pushed to that upper limit of like how far how far can you go past your ego like that, can you ignore exactly it that right. much yeah. yeah yeah and that's what you know i sort of think like oh you passed the test yeah because you could be a piece of shit and Easily. no one would check you you could fuck every chick in the world you could be like you could just be a fucking dog yeah it's it would be easy to be that person yeah you know and it's like and so you're you you're telling me you've got all this you've done all this you've got all this success you've got all this money you've got all this everything that you could ever want and it just didn't get to you you know and maybe it did at a point you know like maybe it's like a barrier that you've kind of got to work through but yeah to have every reason to let your ego ruin your life and then it doesn't to me is just like the fucking dopest shit and then you know you look at but i again i think that comes back to people and like casey stone is probably another like real good example of this as well as like if you took away the cameras at a MotoGP race at a track and if you there was no journalist and it was literally just like you had to qualify and then you got there and all it was was like team officials and your family and then you raced and it was like Valentino Rossi and mm. fucking Jorge Lorenzo and they were just on a track like none of the fame none, he would still do that yeah. and like he would actually probably like Enjoy, it better yeah. than what he did with like all of the rigmarole yeah. That, that he just loves doing it. it he loves doing it just, and he got there because he was the best 
And when he got there, all he wanted to do it's was so his tricky best. though with like when you get good at something, man. Like you get so driven into like getting good at something because you got that passion. And then as soon as like money gets involved in all these other things, it ta- like it just it just it's so tricky to balance that when a passion that becomes you, your job becomes your job. Yeah, oh, and like mate, yeah, with a- with anything, with anything, it's always like this thing. It's like you almost when you really love something, it's like even yeah. if someone will pay you to do it, it's like no, this is yeah. this is just for me. Like yeah. you don't get a fuck with that. Like you know when you have a really good story or like something. That's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like close to heart. And you're like, no one gets that. Like yeah. That's between me and whoever it was with. And it's like, that you don't get to share that. Yeah. Because it's like that, in that sense, it's like no matter what you say is going to take away from that feeling. Yeah. So it's like, why bother? It's just that you, you keep that one. How do you feel about your passion and your hobby? Because you, you're like filmmaker. That's a, that's a very creative, yeah. passionate thing that ends up becoming your job. And you got to sit and grind at a fucking computer and deal with <laughs> laptops melting and oh and just yeah just your ego as well and also just learning mm. and sucking at it and just having to put reps in but that's kind of everything mm. but um i don't know it was a weird transition for me because i never i was just the homie follow mm. i was just gopro following my mates on a snowboard and it just kind of rolled naturally for a while mm. and then i was sitting down with my partner and she asked me what i want like what i actually wanted to do and i was like I thought I was going to go down a pretty boring linear path, like become a snowboard salesman, mm-hmm. just kind of in that industry. That seemed like the most normal way to go about yeah. like progression. And then she asked if I wanted to do it. And I was like, nah. <laughs> do you really want to do that? Yeah. And then she was like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to point cameras at people and get paid for it. And yeah. she was like, all right, go do that then. And kind of snowboard from there. But for me, in terms of like the... Now we're going. Now yeah, we're going. Now we're going. But in terms of like, yeah, that mix of like, li- yeah. like what I love of just like, I really, really enjoy being with my mates and filming what they're doing and yeah. what we're doing and trying to tell a story out of that. And so to then have that mixed with work is interesting. But that's why I'm trying to lean into this stuff because like, this yeah. isn't financially mm. my best play in terms of media work, like right now. Yeah. But in terms of what I want to do it's yeah. 100% the best play yeah like yeah. filming mountain bikes filming snowboarding skiing like that shit gets me so keen so yeah. randy over and pretty well every, the, everything the, else the thing so. when you said you're like up here and you're like I could, he's, uh, Sam literally said to me I couldn't imagine coming up here and working yeah. I was like dude all you've done since you've been here is work <laughs> yeah literally yeah. like okay so the day he got here I was like alright Sam we're going for a run in the morning he's like alright wake up Hasn't, hasn't run more than 10Ks, like running 12Ks, we're doing push-ups every, like, however many, like, every K would do 20 push-ups. Straight away, in the Hurt Locker. Do that, smash it out, chat the whole time, come back. He's like, yeah, I get it here. We go to the gym, do some gym stuff, get back. He's like, you want to go surfing? He's like, never surfed before. I was like, get the ball, let's go. Take me out of the waves. And it's like that kind of thing. It's just like putting yourself in Got like... spanked. But, yeah. but then like, yeah. they would do that and then you'd start filming. It's like, dude, the whole time you've been here, you've literally been working. Yeah. That mindset of like, I couldn't imagine coming here and working. Like, that's all you're doing. Yeah. yeah. That's all, and like, that's, that's, that's where that's I feel the crossover is perfect. Because like mm. when I'm doing this stuff, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. It's yeah. just the sickest. Or and you I just get people like, yeah. If it's yeah. a good, genuine friendship that you can just go hang out and do cool shit mm. and make cool... Like the content we've been making, like just that... And like the fact that it's like kind of the storytelling behind that and where it could go yeah. is like, yeah, is, is, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So you're pretty much going to go to Europe for most of the season? Yeah. Or? I think, I think I'll, well, like, yeah, we're putting it out there and yeah. I'm, I'm like 100% going to go to, not 100% if I can achieve it, um, go no, 100%, to, 100%, we're, 100%, going, we're going, going to Europe, we're going to Europe. We're no caveats, we're I going. Wanna, I want to come in, like, I want to come into like Lenza Hyde, happy, fit, healthy, 
running all cylinders content coming out like just just make a splash yeah in a good way and like you know when you like how you should do something and you actually really be like okay this could be done this good just go do that yeah and in every way like be seen be loud be bright be positive like uplift people also ride your bike really fast and put out good content along the way make people happy like that whole giving back and more comes to you like I'm ready to go into this 2023 or the World Cup season with Sam and doing all this like just lots of good positive noise and then also riding a bike fucking really fast yeah if I can do that I'm a happy man and I think like the process of doing that is so cool like I said it's like it's an adventure already yeah like it's already we're already winning just getting the plane ticket getting on the plane yeah producing this content like that alone is a win and then when I get there if I'm already in that mindset of like I've already won mm. I'm at the top of this mountain I'm about to drop in for my race run I've already won I'm mm. already on top of the world the rest of this is all a fucking bonus and then I get to do the thing I'm best at in the world in front of the in front of the world sick cherry on top I yeah. feel the same way as well because like for me just to get to Europe just yeah. to go it's to Europe it's a win man that's a it's win it's a win like regardless of any if I get a sick shot, I get a sick shot. Yeah. If a clip goes large and we get like yeah. we get the some light, notoriety, the, none of that really like cool. Dude, if it happens, cool. The but lifestyle we to are Europe, literally living yeah. right now is a dream in someone's head and, and used to be a dream in mine. Yeah. yeah. It's a reality right now. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that it's like, what did you do for work? I got up, I trained my ass off, went and spread good positive energy. I'm gonna go race my bike. People get uplifted for that. Yeah. That lifestyle Dude, alone is a win. At sunset last night, I'm hanging out the back of a beat up freaking highlight yeah. with, yeah. with a gimbal. Like, it's like, it's fun. It's yeah. sick. It's what I'd love to be doing. And it's, yeah. So the whole, the whole process of it is at least doing these things. Like, obviously, like you mentioned earlier, you've got like, there's a certain point where you have to be financially viable. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, there's, there's stuff going on around it. But to be able to put my effort into this and focus on it, it really flips that kind of like, passion work thing and just mutes the whole issue yeah it just doesn't bother me at all because it's being in it and doing it i love it oh, i really yeah, i just i i love riding a bike i love snowboarding yeah. Yeah. love being in the mountains so to facilitate that and to be able to tell stories and capture like capture cool moments like it's mm. a dream mm. so yeah yeah and that's what we're doing i'm excited for next year like, for you boys like this year this year right now right yeah, now yeah, yeah. but like everything about like you know when you do get like carried away with the future but like I've, like, I've been in this mindset before and then for whatever reasons I like fall back off but you know Cheeks. You, honestly a big part hey yeah. and I've like it's been the same for me and I have to mention I've done it before I have to mention as well because this was kind of loops back on the Isabel thing because I felt like I didn't kind of put it in like so we went the whole open thing and then when we tried to make it work we kind of flirted with the whole about possibly going back into an open thing anyway we're over in this is when she was like traveling with us over while we were racing in Europe in Europe and it kind of got to that point where I was like, you could tell we're falling kind of apart. And we had a conversation and she pretty much said to me, she was like, oh, it's like, as long as you're honest with me and tell me everything, like we'll work through whatever. And I kind of took that as more or less of like a kind of like open. We're back open. Yeah. yeah and yeah. once once something goes open, man, it's like, you it's a fucking gray area in certain sense. Anyway, I went to Canada and ended up hooking up with this girl. And then I got home and I told her straight away thinking like, it'll be all good. And that was kind of like the kind of start of the separation away but I think it was like always kind of going to happen yeah but yeah I just wanted to put that in there that like it was yeah. it wasn't just that it was like the you had there the was experience a, yeah, in Canada and yeah yeah it's a lot of yeah different thing elements but the whole open relationship thing fuck man it's like it does get tricky in that sense yeah, but yeah trying to balance that all in all I just in think together. I just think you got to have a year of just no girls he's made well, 11 st- days deep here we go well, we'll start off New Year's night so we've got like a so you, you got a root in your ears? 
You word poet, Jason. I dropped him in that I with the I met, I met a lovely bit. lady on New Year's Eve. I had a good cuddle. But yeah. <sighs> Dude, but, but, fucking but, randoms. <laughs> but, but honestly, like, it's like, I wonder how much of my... Because I, if I'm seeing someone, like, I invest heavily in that person. Yeah, bro. You just don't have the fucking resources, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, and that's the thing. And that's that, why you're outsourcing to me for something. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have the resources and I do. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to narrow down. Even like, it's funny. I'm like, I look at... Just so I start talking to you and it goes well. I just look at like, okay, I'm still going to lose so much time. And I'm so focused on like me right now. Like, let's make Dean the best he can. Like 2023, this is my year of learning, growing, becoming a better person. And just that's all I want to focus on. Like just actually put myself first in that sense and be selfish, like be really selfish. Well, you can when you when you just, uh, well, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you got like Sam, you got obviously balanced that yeah, relationship. But, like, but, but selfish in the sense of like, I'm going, yeah, I have yeah. a goal in my head yeah. that I want to achieve. Yeah. And like obviously Sam coming along and bringing, like it's, it's a joint achievement kind of thing, ever pushing. But like just, yeah, having that drive to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And these are the people that are going to come with me or like if you want to jump on sweep we're going this direction yeah. and being like and keeping myself like in check with that and that's why i'm yeah. getting like coaches and being around people that i know will like yeah. push me that little bit more and like keep me in check yeah because like just, i said like you said there's like what can you do like could it be done better yeah, yeah. so yeah. let's do it better like, yeah would you be better off with a coach get a coach exactly yeah. All right. well when we did that clarity movie every time we do something like can it get done better yeah and then we'd literally run that was the standard it was like can we do it better i was like we can and like if you run that same logic over your life it's like oh, can, we, can we do yeah. it better and like you yeah. can and like in every in every way in some in some small degree it's a massive thing here even you know like that we go we do crazy levels of detail yeah. for that like we don't have to do you know like and there's times where yeah like just yesterday but that, that's the whole thing have to do yeah have to do like, well, like what does that mean well i mean for us it's like like griff exported a reel yesterday from the supercross companion it was fucking funny and then it's like we go oh you should add this one thing yeah and it's like that's 35 minutes work yeah that is worth but it's like who gives a fuck yeah. you know if there's this one but thing you, that you yeah, get, you and get it's, it. but it's those one things that you do a thousand times a year yeah. that lift your overall yeah, your product you know? and that's yeah. that's like the perspective that a lot of people and I've not had it in the past too is that it's like yeah the it's the little things that you do every day like you're gonna be a year down the road mm. so a year down the road you're a year down the yeah, road yeah do you like yeah. either way this year will pass yeah. 2023 yeah. will pass doesn't yeah. matter what you do do you wanna do little things every single day that yeah. add up to a big thing on the 31st yeah. of of December yeah. or are you just going to like let it slide and just do the same things that you've always done and then you're going to look at the 31st of December and another year's passed and you kind of haven't what? really yeah. you avoided the details when you yeah, had a yeah. chance to go a little bit harder go a little bit deeper yeah. put in a little bit more effort you know like you, you're gonna be December imagine, 21st imagine 2023 look, looking back imagine looking back at that person and be like you did exactly what you should have fucking did like imagine being so proud of that person yeah. looking back I just hate when it gets set on like that date like a new year new me shit yeah. I was like if you're gonna change you need to change right now yeah like right now like yeah. right now like yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good trigger point now, but it's hard yeah. for people to stick to that, I, I, I didn't get the whole new year thing I was like before like I don't know when the switch was but you just have a moment where you're like alright I'm gonna be better for myself for me yeah and like that's the benchmark for me and like let's start moving forward and like, I, I personally believe that like when you can 
when you can genuinely be proud of what you've done. Like mm, when you can yeah. actually, it's like we were talking about getting up early and you've lived a day before 10 a.m. Yeah. It's like you can be proud of that and yeah. that you mm. sleep easy at night. You don't have questions about whether you should or shouldn't have done something else because you got after it. Yeah. It's kind of, I find it's similar in life of like, if you can actually look back of what you've done in the past six months, 12 months be and be proud of it and know that like you made the right choices, you did yeah. the things yeah. for you and your goals that that's such a huge impact on mental health and like clarity in your own and, head and and your best doesn't mean perfect no I think no. that's a lot of times people conflate like oh i did my best but or like oh i didn't i didn't give it my best shot it's like well maybe you did give it your best shot but it just that's wasn't it, yeah. perfect yeah. yeah you know so it's like it that's fine per- yeah, too like because it's always a process where yeah. like where it's yeah. like a it's a it's a you know a verb not a noun kind of thing you know yeah because I don't like the whole idea of perfect I don't like that no. nothing should be perfect well, and be. there should be beauty in something not being perfect and there's almost like those four four different versions of luck like yeah, yeah. throw one of those fuckers in the mix and all of a sudden like perfect is a, maybe 85% because yeah. something random came and slapped it aside a little but yeah. that happens in pretty well every situation ever Yeah, so like, there's so many culminations of different <sighs> paths that lead to people meeting and conversations and yeah. so like anything can happen like yeah. so perfect is just yeah giving it a crack being proud of your effort knowing yeah. you tried yeah no. that's the whole thing man if you give it 100 percent, no matter what you're doing in anything that's it yeah give 100 percent anything and like as soon as you give that 100 percent, like you will feel fulfilled no matter where you come up on that line yeah and, and chances it. are the next time you try give 100 you give more yeah, yeah you will there's yeah. always more but like that's the thing it's like if you give 100 and come up short you're winning yeah it's when you give like 10 percent in something but you do and win. you know it was 10 percent. yeah but you yeah. still yeah. win it's not a real win man yeah true it's not a real win at all i need to go to the toilet no we're done we're it's, done yeah we're three and a half hours we're up, we're done we're oh, out of here i've been holding that that's one for it. a while i'm gonna go do some sh- 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 man. oh we didn't sh- even sh- talk sh- about you doing jiu-jitsu yeah I don't know if how do we just do three and a half hours and not talk uh, about you doing jiu-jitsu next time next, next year next when you're time let's <laughs> <laughs> so, see everybody thank you for listening bye. oh actually before we go bye everybody cheers oh long time oh yeah Oh, good. I need a piece so bad.